our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamars. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls... Children of all ages at the ones and twos for the Vic Lombardi Show. The hardest working man in Denver makes some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson. And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Merlet. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor. Attorney at flaw, make some noise. Everybody up on your feet, no one's sitting in your seat. It's time to meet. Big Lombardi! Yeah. Down the left wing for Soderbergh into the Maple Leaf zone. Big old car with a shot. Score! Redirected by Blake Cabo! And the Avs have taken a 3-2 lead with 7.43 to go in the third period. What on earth is going on? What is happening right now? Is this real? Is this heaven? How many questions can I ask regarding this win streak that haven't been asked over the last three weeks? They have yet to lose a game since the calendar turned to 2018. They haven't lost. They don't lose. They don't lose. They don't lose hockey games anymore. Ever. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Joined by James Manchester Marillette. Even in your most Manchester self, you could not find anything negative to say about the Avalanche at this point. No. Nothing. No. And nothing. They, they find a different way to win seemingly every game. I mean, fall behind, no big deal, get a late goal, no problem. Uh, you know, put up seven against teams at home, against the Wild. I mean, it's just, you name it, they find that way to win. Yeah, it's almost impossible to find something negative to say about this team and you missed it on on friday but my hot take was if this isn't the top story in in denver sports you're just not paying attention and apparently it was controversial because i didn't think the east west shrine game was noteworthy so weigh-ins aren't noteworthy no no uh yeah the the uh the underwear olympics aren't weigh-ins remember just listen to what Wayans. I'm with you. The longest streak, longest winning streak in the NHL this season, second longest winning streak in franchise history. The kind um, of streak that can change a season and an organization in one swoop. The kind of streak 
of the likes we have not seen since 2007 when a team called the Colorado Rockies went rolling into October. Yeah, it's very similar. The other the other example of it would be remember Peyton Manning's first year here in Denver. When and they, they started going. off like two and three. They beat San Diego. Correct. Down twenty four nothing at half. Correct. Came back and won that freaking game and then rattled off how many in a row? I think it was eleven in okay. a row before they lost to uh was that the Raheem Moore game? It was, yeah, it was before they lost to Baltimore. Uh a similar similar kind of streak because you remember the Broncos went down and played Atlanta on a Monday night. Manning looked awful, and and everybody in town was saying hey, maybe he's done. Maybe this was just a total yep. waste. Maybe this was yeah. this is not going to happen. He was throwing picks left and right. They're down twenty four nothing at half in San Diego. Saying the same thing, and he's like, done. this is toast. Yeah. And from that second half on, and look how the next four years changed. The light bulb went on at that point, exactly, and it never went off. And it's been similar in the in this instance with. The trade of Duchesne and Nathan McKinnon blossoming into one of the top a ten, top star. five. A bona fide star in this game. Yes, exactly. So, uh, you know, is it going to have that kind of impact for four years? Well, time will tell. Um, but you can go back to that Bronco season and uh, and pinpoint in San Diego at halftime when the next three and a half years changed. Can we go back to the start of this streak at some point and say that's when this franchise finally turned? Maybe, maybe. What is going on? I, it's I'm, incredible. I, I'm I'm watching the Avs game as I'm doing the Nuggets pregame. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm paying attention to the game as a and the beauty of hockey is that you know what there are five six goals a game, so right. you're, you're going to catch the replay. Right. And there's other plays that obviously impact those goals. But you can watch a hockey game from afar. You can sure. get through it. Sure. At one point during our pregame show, I'm I'm like audibly upset over that that goal, and then it was disallowed, and I don't know why it was disallowed. I don't either. More on that in my hot take coming up, by the way. But I'm on board, brother. This is fun. I I am happy for everyone involved in that organization. I really am. I'm genuinely happy for them because what they went through last year. The depths that they sunk to last year, having to huh, having to follow that product a year ago, wow. Well, yeah, and, and v- happy for the the guys in the room. Obviously, happy for the the people in the organization. But how about two people we know well, uh, and they're people by the end of last season. I felt bad for. I mean, don't don't say Mosier. Mosier. I'm not happy for Mosier. He's probably last on my list of which I'm happy. Okay, he's on my list. Let's try this one. Because I always felt bad tuning over and, and watching the postgame show. I'm not happy for, no, I'm not happy. For I'm Kyle. happy for Kyle Keefe. Those are of the people I'm happy for. <laughs> and there's a, there's maybe hundreds on this list that I'm happy for. Those two don't even make my list. <laughs> Why? I've, I'm happy for him. I, I mean, don't have enough happiness to go around to those two. We don't have to put up with Kyle putting up his like thousand word Facebook post at two in the morning. Where he's just being all philosophical. <laughs> that the hypochondriac? It got to him physically. It affected the man's uh, health. It was like a soliloquy. He just went off on this tangent, and it, you could tell it was just stream of conscious. Like, we don't have to put up with that anymore. And Moj was droning on in that voice. And now just. he can just he can just focus on his 
many ailments that he has to deal with as he gets on and off the team plane. He's making national television appearances <laughs> now. He was on the NHL network. He in is. His suit. His, his, his career is just taking in off. That one suit that he owns. <laughs> See, you're coming around. By the way, Mojo will join us at 8.30 this morning. No Keefe today? Uh, no, I don't know what Keefe's doing. I mean, dude, I, I, I am happy. I'm happy for all of them. This is, it's fun. It's it fun to watch a team go on a run like this because it's just so mystical. You, you just have that power, that confidence that, well, they're not out of it. Doesn't matter what the score is. For the first time during this streak yesterday, for the first time, the Avs trailed in a game. They had not trailed in a game in 2018. Well, here they are. They're down two to one in a game, and you're like, eh, no biggie. That's what I'm saying. It was a new way to win, right? They because ha they hadn't trailed. Like, okay, well, front runners. They're always they get a lead, they can hold it. Now let's see what they do on the road in Toronto, down two one, no biggie. They score three unanswered. H W on uh, what does he call it? Much much needed, deserved PTO. Yeah, much needed PTO. Yes. Uh, whatever the hell it's called. He'll be back <laughs> soon enough. Let's get going with our big news right now. The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Well, you saw it last night. It was a 2-2 game in the third. Como with the game-changing goal. Landy with the game-clinching goal. Landeskog has it in his right skate. Leaves are digging after it. There are four Maple Leafs there. Three Avalanche players there. Landeskog threw it up the boards. Not free. Rolls into the circle. After it is McKinnon. Can't find it. Britton and Tan bumps it up ice. Here comes Landeskog. Standing to an empty net. He will shoot and score. And the Avs have taken a 4-2 lead with 53.7 seconds left in the third period. Ah, uh, nothing like the empty netter to clinch a game. Nothing like it, especially in Toronto. The cathedral of sorts when it comes to hockey. The Avs streak is now 10 games and counting. Too shy of the franchise record. They won 12 in a row back in 98-99. They're now at 10 and going. And in this streak, again, I just said they've only trailed once. And it happened last night in Toronto. Big deal. One game down, one goal down. Big deal, says Coach Bednar. Well, that's a, that, that's what, one of the things I'm happy about. I mean, you... you we fall behind. Um, we were playing pretty good. I liked their first period, and things were going okay. And then when we fell behind, it, Toronto started to get some uh, some juice, and, and we were able to respond and um, you know answer back and, and, and find a way to pull the win. So I think that, that shows a little bit that we're maturing as a group, and we're starting to get where we want to be. Can you be the man at the age of 20? At the tender age of 20, not yet drinking age, can you be the alpha? Jamal Murray was last night. A career-high 38 for Jamal refused to allow the Nuggets to lose. Plumley inbound to Nikola Jokic. Jokic is in the corner, over to Murray, head fake on the three, puts it on the floor, gets down the lane, jump shot is up, in and a foul as well. Great 37 finish. for Jamal Murray. That's how you finish through the contact, young fella. Great finish right there. What Plumley a line for Jamal Murray. 38 points, 6 assists. He only missed 5 shots. 14 of 19 from the field. One of those nights. Or the young fella, as Earl Boykins it called him, young fella indeed. We needed this win. It was a division game, and we lost a few in a row. So to come out here at home and, and get this W, you know, it's going to get us back started again. You know, as uh, well as Jamal Murray played last night, 
nobody played like DeMarcus Cousins of the New Orleans Pelicans, who won in double overtime over the Chicago Bulls. Boogie Cousins, 44 points, 24 rebounds, 10 assists. Yeah, you heard me right. A triple-double with 44 points, 24 boards, and 10 assists. The first 40-20-10 game in NBA history since a guy named Wilt Chamberlain in 1968. Moore takes it from him. Spins off the lane, goes out to Cousins for three. Got it. Just patiently waited for it to come back to him. And DeMarcus Cousins now with 42 points. One of those nights, man. History happened last night. And I'm one who believes, I'm not sure if you agree with this, I think winning can be contagious. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And I think it can cross sports. Hmm. What do you mean? Well, the Nuggets and Avs share the same place. You don't see the Nuggets. You don't think the Nuggets understand what's happening with the Avs right now? Okay. You don't think that's that's a little bit of pressure in their corner? They see the Avs take off on this run. They see the Avs win 10 in a row. They see the Avs go from irrelevant to suddenly the story. You don't see. You don't think they notice stuff like that? No, no. I, I hear what you're saying, especially when they share a building and... You know, they're within the same organization, so to speak. I, I hear you. But you, you're right. Winning is contagious, like losing is a disease. Yes. 8.30, Mark Mosier. 9.30, Scott Hastings. We'll talk Nuggets. We'll talk Avs. We got a lot to discuss coming up on our piping hot takes. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. There's big news in the new year as mortgage loan limits are increasing, meaning you may be able to borrow more money when purchasing a new home. It's an increase that will give buyers more choices in homes so you can plan your new year and the things you want to accomplish. Make sure home ownership is near the top of the list. With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. So I'm watching Brady yesterday, and I'm like, this. it's the first time where I'm like, I'm just, I'm tired of Tom Brady. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of his underwear. I'm tired of his avocado-only diet plan. I'm tired of his wife. I'm tired of uh, I'm not the tired of his wife, but everything else, could, you're exactly right. They can kick rocks. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Hi, this is Jack Farland, owner of Farland Classic Restoration. Since 1991, we've been Denver's premier classic car restoration and sales shop. From rebuilding a rare 12-cylinder Ferrari engine to performing world-class metalwork on a Jaguar XKE, You'll find we're always up to something interesting. What can we do for you? Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? 
It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Saturday, January 27th is 1990s night when your Denver Nuggets host the Dallas Mavericks at 7 p.m. Dribble drive all the way, coming underneath. Be a part of Nuggets history as we celebrate the 1990s era as part of our 50th anniversary season. 90s Nuggets stars Robert Pack, Tommy Hammonds, and Reggie Williams will be on hand for a pregame autograph session and special halftime ceremony. All fans in attendance will receive a special 1990s night poster. Get your tickets today at Nuggets.com. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. c3adjusters.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A delay through downtown on I-25 southbound where there is an accident clearing at 23rd Avenue. Slow traffic starts around 38th. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Stop and go traffic eastbound I-270 jamming up between I-25 and York. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 9. 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Come on. Must have somebody because there's no icing. Here's Nylander around back to the centering in front. Down is Bernier. They score! Austin Matthews! They're still looking at it. Now they're done. Let's listen in downstairs to Gord Dwyer. Gord, are you going to give me some good news or not? Upon further video review, it was determined there was goaltender interference on the play. No goal! No goal, and that proved to be a huge turn of events in the Avs' victory over the Toronto Maple Leafs last night. Albeit the Leafs came back and scored just seconds later and still make it a 2-1 game. But uh, that was a change in momentum. Because as I think Toronto looks back at it, they lose 4-2. They feel they gave a goal away, or the refs did at least. Now... If you're asking me to describe what goalie interference is and why that did not, why that goal was not allowed, just stop right there. I have no idea. I never had had any idea. I I thought that was a good goal. (laughs) I I did not see the interference that, obviously, Jared Bednar saw it from the bench, which is why he challenged the call, and it was a great challenge because it worked. I have no idea what he saw. But... How many times have the Avs been on the wrong side of one of those? Exactly. Where the league came out the next exactly. day and said, eh, we blew That's that one. why I don't walk away with any guilt 
on something like that because the Avs have taken it in the you-know-what so many times on that replay. Finally, one goes their way, which leads to our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. I've told you many times on this show how I'm not a fan of instant replay at any level in any sport. I've never been a fan. I just think let humans make their mistakes and deal with it. Well, here's an instance and a night where both games, both calls, both replays fall in favor of the Denver team. And this is a night where I'm thankful for instant replay. Because without it, the Nuggets and Avs probably lose. You just heard what happened in the Avalanche game. A goal disallowed when Toronto and everybody on that Toronto side thought that was a good goal. Hell, they're already celebrating the goal. Austin Matthews sitting there, yeah, it's a goal. Don't worry about it. Tyler Bozak saying, don't even, don't even review it. That's stupid. No, they reviewed it. They disallowed it. Thank you, replay. Similar situation in the Nuggets game last night. In the closing seconds, the Nuggets up by one. Portland on the attack with a chance to take the lead. They miss a shot, get the rebound. They miss a shot, get the rebound. Nuggets cannot corral the basketball. Suddenly, Damian Lillard drives toward the hoop. The ball goes out of bounds. First instinct, well, that obviously went off Mason Plumley because he was right there. But upon further review, it went off Lillard's hand, and it took super slow-mo to notice it. I didn't see it right off the bat. The human eye couldn't catch it. You had to super slow-mo that sucker to see it. You know who else caught it? Scott Hastings calling the game. Scott will join us at 9.30. Scott Hastings, in turn, yelled something to one of the Nuggets' assistant coaches because they didn't see it. They didn't know that it went off Damian Lillard. Scott Hastings saw it on our Altitude broadcast. And when he saw it, he said something to the Nuggets' coaches, which led to the official review and the challenge, and it changed the course of the game. Uh, but what a crazy sequence. I mean, offensive rebound, kick out, offensive rebound. And uh, I'm really happy the referees decided to review that play, by the way. They weren't going to review it at first. And, uh, you know, Scott Hastings, give a shout-out to Scott. You know, he's telling all of us it's our ball. So they finally look at it. Again, assist to Hastings. He's actually in the box score this morning. Yeah, that was a nice play. An assist to Scott Hastings. <laughs> I don't like instant replay. I still don't. But last night, man, did it benefit the home teams. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Hey, Vic, real quick, you'll be happy to hear Mason Rudolph has uh, has had his uh, measurements done. At, oh, really? Uh, what, what are we at? He's uh, officially six foot four and an eighth. Okay, two hundred and twenty nine pounds. Hand. I and need his, a hand. His hand is nine and one eighth inches. Whoa, okay. Yeah. So uh, no Dave Craig fumbling problems uh, for Mason Rudolph. So this is what we've come to now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- this is where we are. This is where we are. In 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 my city, in mm-hmm. my fair city, mm-hmm. we have people trying to tell me <laughs> that measurements and weights of senior bowl participants are suddenly big news. Yeah, mm-hmm. that this this is something we need to know. Yeah, yeah. and apparently okay. it's controversial if you don't agree with that. Okay. Uh, anyhow, my hot take. Uh, I'm starting to get worried, Vic. Uh, I heard two national football writers, commentators yesterday. 
connect a certain quarterback to the Denver Broncos. Both Peter King and Adam Schefter tied Case Keenum to the Broncos. Before you go on, did you see Peter King published his phone number on Twitter the other night? <laughs> I didn't. Really? Yes, he has over a million followers. Yeah. I think he was trying to DM somebody. And he, he throws his digits oh, out there. God. Had to change his number. <laughs> I'm sure he did. That is outstanding. Peter King's got a lot of people who don't like that Peter King. That is so outstanding. That is That's such so an bad. old man move. And listen, I, I would do. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Now, I know Case Keenum had a really good year for the Vikings. He was 11-3 and three as the starter, threw 22 touchdowns, only 7 picks, 3,547 yards. But you have to look at his career numbers as he's bounced from Houston to the Rams, both St. Louis and L.A., and Minnesota. Career numbers, 20-18 and 18 as a starter, 46 touchdowns, 27 picks. If you take out this year... He's 9-15 and 15 as a starter, 24 touchdowns, 20 picks. This is not the answer here in Denver. This is not the guy you want to give big money to. And I understand maybe he's the bridge if you draft a quarterback at number 5. But if you draft a quarterback at number 5, do what you should have done with Paxton Lynch. Put him on the field. See what you have. Let him play. Let him pull the Jared Goff Car- Carson Wentz route, right? where you're going to struggle maybe a little bit early in that first year, and you have a better team, especially defensively, around you than maybe those guys had. And if you don't ask him to do too much, the first year doesn't have to be a disaster. But you get better by playing. Don't give me the Aaron Rodgers example. That's the exception. He's sitting behind Brett Favre. It's silly. This is like the Bears giving Mike Glennon big money and then finally just going, just play Mitchell Trubisky. It's a waste of cap space. I would hate to see a player who's currently on this roster have to go to free up room for this. Case Keenum is not the answer. We saw it on Sunday night in Philly in the NFC title game. He's a guy that he's got Matt Flynn written all over him. It was a very short window where he was able to keep it on the rails. He is not a franchise quarterback. Do not give him that kind of money. And gosh, I hope John Elway is not thinking that. And I hope Peter King and Adam Schefter are just guessing and they're not getting this from someone inside the Broncos organization because Case Keenum is a mistake of epic proportions. How is Case Keenum, though, um, any different than Nick Foles? Nick Foles looked like a mastermind in that game. He looked like a genius quarterback. I wouldn't give, They're the same guy. I wouldn't give Nick Foles big money either. I think it's a mistake. Look, you can, you can convince me of Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. I think Kirk Cousins is risky because it's big money for a long period of time. And if you're wrong, what about his hand size? <laughs> but I, if they sign Cousins, I can get on board with it, even though I think it's a mistake. If what they sign about Case his Keenum, weight? Disaster. I need to know how much he weighs. <laughs> oh, I need hand Dude. size and weight it's immediately. Jan- it's January 23rd. We're um, we're a little under a hundred days away from the draft. I need hand sizes. We're 45, 50, 60, not quite two months. Under two months away from the start of free agency. I'm going to just bang my forehead against this table. The Avs have won their 10th straight. I need to know about Jonathan Bernier's hand size and how that impacted the game last night. Nuggets are back in the playoffs. They are because the Clippers lost to the T-Wolves. Two playoff teams working the, right now. The Rockies still need to figure out either first base or right field. I asked the question, how and why was that goalie interference? Uh, I've got some answers on the text line. 30933-30933. You got the Vic Lombardi show. We're all about hand size. I once saw a guy have onions for lunch and breathe on a goalie and get called for goaltender interference. 
the Denver Nuggets. To the Colorado Avalanche. That's our thing, and that's why no one has more nugs and abs tickets than Altitude 950. Yeah! He just does it all the time! Keep it on all day for your chance to win and get ready. Crowd comes to its feet at Pepsi Center. We've got more Ultimate VIP experiences coming soon. I'll get fancy on you. Yeah, right at the horn. On Altitude 950. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Come enjoy the fastest sport on two feet and where we play by our own rules. Pumping scores! There's always great lacrosse action and something for everyone to enjoy. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss us. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com. This may not be easy for you to hear. But you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Real de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Minas Restaurant. Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center 104th is Colorado's first choice. With over 1,000 vehicles to choose from, we have some amazing deals during our Start Something New event. Like buy a 2017 Ram 1500 Bighorn for just $31,499. It's how we say thanks for making us Colorado's number one volume dealer yet again. Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center. RamDenver.com. Driven by you. Stock 4430, MSP 48930. No down payment. Rebates include 4250 Denver, BC retail cash. 2500 returning leasing. 1500 Denver owner loyalty. 3250 bonus cash. 500 Chrysler Capital bonus. Unapproved credit. Price includes 599 dealer handing fee. Plus tax title license. Offer ends 13118. Do you ever think about your garage door? I mean, you don't really. It's one of those things you hit the button and it opens. But what if it doesn't? And it's snowing. Sure, you can just get out of the car and go into the house, but how come it didn't open? Family Garage Door will come out to your house and do a 21-point winter inspection. Balance, level, and align the garage door, lubricate the moving parts, and tighten the hinges. Just $49. So you can go on not thinking about your garage door. Schedule your inspection at FamilyGarageDoor.com. Hey, man, haven't seen you in a while. You still working at that warehouse by the airport? Yep, I've been there a little over five years now. How much are they paying you? About eleven fifty an hour. Eleven <laughs> fifty? Really? Well, why don't you come work with me at the Safeway Distribution Center? The starting pay is $17.15 per hour. Wow. I can start out making $17.15 an hour? Oh, yeah. And that's just the starting pay. After being employed for two and a half years like me, you'll make twenty four fifty per hour. Plus, you'll receive raises along the way. That's incredible. Do they offer benefits? Yes, sir. You'll get an amazing benefits package once your probationary period ends. How do I apply? Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway, a company you can retire with, is hiring full-time employees for their order selector positions, working in their distribution center located on I-70 between Colorado Boulevard and Monaco. The starting pay is $17.15 per hour. Apply right now at SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. Must be at least 18 years old to apply. 
There is probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me. Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Stop and go traffic northbound I-25 from about Ridgegate Parkway up through to Yale. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Southbound I-25, extra heavy through downtown and staying. Stop and go Broadway down to Hamden before your speeds are going to pick back up. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Jamal Murray has it across the timeline for Denver. Portland's back in the lead by one. Picked by Jokic. Murray stops. He'll take a shot again. Got it again. There you go. Right, Go right back at him. Jamal Murray on fire tonight against Portland. That's 25 points for him. He's 10 for 14. Jokic has it. Hands it off to Murray. He'll try a three. Yes! There you go, Jamal. Jamal Murray. Mean mug in the Portland bench. Denver's tied it up at 60. What does Bill Raftery say? Onions! It applied last night. Onions! Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Joined by James Manchester Merrillat. H.W. taking... In his words, much needed PTO. Yep. He, uh, he ran that into the ground on Thursday. You mean he took it, he's taking a day off? <laughs> you know, when I first got to altitude a couple years ago and someone started throwing around that, that term PTO, I looked at him like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. What, what do you mean? What does that mean? Paid time off. You mean a day off? Yeah. I'm with you. What do you mean a paid time off? <laughs> oh, you're getting paid for time off. You mean a day off? Well, there's a form. Give me a break. You know, you got to follow the process. Corporate America and their freaking terms. <laughs> Taking a day off. Taking some time off. That's I'll, what I'm doing. I'll bet on Thursday he said it at least 25 times. I'm going to make a... Listen, anybody that works for Altitude listening to this show, can we do away with that term, please? Can we just call it time off? Days off. We don't need the official PTO. Make it seem all big. Like you're a big... Okay, big deal. Anyway, back to our text line, 30933. I asked the question, how was that goalie interference? I, I, I don't understand how that was goalie interference. Because to be honest with you, I thought there's no way they overturned that. There's no way. And yet, there are people on the text line saying, yes, it was obvious, according to Sonny, uh, Austin Matthews hooked Bernier's stick just before the shot. And that act of hooking the stick warrants goalie interference. Eh. Okay, maybe. I, whatever. Uh, then here's another texter who disagrees entirely, 2716. I've been a goalie since I was eight years old, still playing a beer league. That was not interference. By the way, why do they call them beer leagues in hockey? I don't know. Do you have beer after the I, game, I, during the game? Yeah, I, I play. I still play league basketball. We, we don't call it beer leagues. I mean, we drink beer on occasion. Why is it called a beer league? Well, now, beer league softball... You actually like have beer, and now I don't think you can have it in the dugout. But you have like you know a cooler outside the dugout. And you have beers when you're not out in the field and you're not at bat. So it's just, it must mean they're actually drinking beer 
during the game. Uh, here's somebody that says, I did not properly quote HW. It's much deserved PTO. That's what I thought, but it could have been either. We may have to pull it up. Uh, on the text line, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the last player with a 40-20-10 stat line. So this person goes against what you got. Hey, do you read this, Mardio? Jesse, you guys put this in the rundown. You guys well, told me that Cousins let me, is the first person since Will Chamberlain in 68. Let me read from the Denver Post, yeah. which is running the Associated Press uh, wire service report on the game. Uh, he, being DeMarcus Cousins, became the first NBA player since Hall of Famer Wilt Chamberlain in 1968 to have as many as 40 points, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists in a game. So take it up with the Associated Press. Thanks. Uh, 5356, waiting for your segment about the rapid signing Tommy Smith. We actually are going to talk to Tommy Smith. We are. Talk about his hand size. It's key. It's crucial. Uh, 4746, please, no Keenum. He is nominally better than Trevor. I would agree with that. And look, he had a great year, but Minnesota has a phenomenal defense. Denver does too. They have a better running game and they have a tight end that Kyle Rudolph can create mismatches. Broncos don't have that. And they have speed on the outside that the Broncos don't have. Now I like DT. I'm, I'm becoming lukewarm on Emmanuel for off the field reasons. But th- th- I don't think Case Keenum would have that kind of success here. I just don't. If there's one thing, and, and I'm not going to knock the player because I think he plays hard, but if there's one difference I see in DT's game, it's that breakaway speed. Yeah. It's not what it used to be. Well, and if you, lo- if you lose the speed, then he also goes vegan. Go ahead and mark that down. He also goes vegan and loses some of the size and strength advantage that he had over players. So it's sort of like that. That's what made him dangerous early mm-hmm. in his career, right? He had breakaway speed and he had size advantage right. over every corner. He could take a slant route in right. an AFC playoff game and take it the distance and outrun the safety in yes, the corner. That's what he could do. So to, to me, if you're going to lose a step, which makes sense as you you know near thirty, then you certainly can't voluntarily take away your other advantage. That seems silly to me. Ashley wants to know when is the Nuggets social. That is Wednesday night, Ashley, at Punch Bowl Social. Correct. They're on Broadway. Tomorrow night, first in Broadway. We'll be there. Uh, Nate and Ryan will be broadcasting live from 3 to 6.35. Nice. And if you haven't heard about it, 150 bucks for a ticket, and you get to interact with the players and coaches. I think it's really cool, unlike a game where you can't access the players, you can hang out with the players yeah. all night. That'd be a good time. Are you swinging by? Yeah, I'll be there. Punch Bowl Social, right there on Broadway. Um, what's the famous restaurant? Right across the street? You no, know, there's a famous restaurant in that area on Broadway that people talk about. It starts with a B, I believe. Come Blue, on, help me Blue, out. Blue Some, Bonnet or yeah, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never been. Oh, it's a good place for lunch margaritas on a Is Friday. Really? Yeah, I've never been. I've, I've heard about all these great places. Never been. Big old fish bowl. Uh, Danny said, I was playing the drinking game when Vic was out. And H.W. mentioned PTO, and I was lit. <laughs> he was lit before we got to the sugar fix. Nash says the person who claims Kareem is the last 20 or 40, 20, 10 guy is flat out wrong. It is indeed Wilt. So now we got texters disagreeing with texters. I like that. Texter on texter. Crying. Eric, the cameraman, uh, let's hear a breakdown of the MLS draft, including comprehensive breakdown of weight and shoe size. Yeah. I mean, it's only fitting. If we're going to give hand size... Of NFL quarterbacks, why not shoe size of soccer players? Seems it has to make to sense. Make, you know who had the smallest feet ever? 
Mm. And I noticed this. I just noticed Peter Forsberg had tiny feet. Really? And remember he had that issue with his feet and his skates? Yeah. He was constantly having to have like a special skate made. Yeah, his foot was always, it was never stable in the boot. Huh. And I wonder if the size of the feet had something to do with it. I don't know. Too much pressure on it. I do understand, in all seriousness, I understand the hand size thing to some extent. Because Dave Craig is the prime example of a guy who, he I think he's the all-time leader in fumbles for quarterbacks. Because he had smaller hands, harder to hold on the ball if a guy comes and hits you. Mm -hmm. I understand it to some extent. But doesn't it just really come down to, um, can you throw the ball or not? Jake Plummer had small hands. Can you throw the ball? Yeah, exactly. Do you think Drew Brees has Kawhi Leonard hands? (laughs) Can Kawhi Leonard throw a ball? I don't know. Let's not be stupid, okay? This is where we get stupid. I this is This is analysis by paralysis. I am, though. In all, paralysis in all, by analysis. In all honesty, and I, and I was poking fun last week about the East-West Shrine game because nobody cares about that, and nobody can tell you anything that happened this past weekend. I think the game happened. I'm not sure. I actually am interested in the Senior Bowl, and there's a couple of reasons. One, the Broncos coaching staff is down there, so they get a front-row seat on what's happening with some of these guys and, and a, a chance to evaluate it. That's obviously makes it a, a compelling story locally. And the fact that both Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield are taking part in it, that it is interesting. I, I, I am curious as to what's going on. I get it this week. I really do. It's well, fun course. to post fun, but I get it of this course. week. Of course, and the Broncos coaches are coaching these yeah. guys. So that's, that's going to make it intriguing and interesting. By the way, you have to hear some of the sound. Uh, Broncos TV, the folks uh, have an entire department devoted for this. Yes. They went behind the scenes and caught uh, Vance Joseph addressing his team, like in team meetings. Yeah. And we always wonder, what what did the Broncos see in Vance Joseph? Was he a leader of men? Well, I want you to hear some of it. Uh, Jesse and Marty, if you guys could track that down. I want you to hear his his meeting speeches. CEO type? I just want you to hear it. I want to get your thoughts on it. I want to read this text because this guy keeps texting, keeps killing me on the text line. So I thought I'd read one of his texts just to make him feel good about himself. 2716, what makes sense is Vic occasionally fumbling his takes he has small hands, and he wears mittens that are attached with a string. Seems kind of unnecessarily harsh. So I'll go ahead and read it for you because you continue to text. Alex Smith, tiny hands. Would you take Alex Smith? Yeah. Any idea if Bernier will be in net tonight? Great question. Back-to-back, the Azure in Montreal. Great question. Montreal is the site of the abyss from a year ago. Was you that remember. the 10-1 game, 10 You remember. Game? Yeah, you yeah. remember what happened a year ago in Montreal. Yeah. The ultimate in embarrassment, the ultimate humility game for the Colorado Avalanche. They go into Montreal and give up a 10 spot, bro. That's almost impossible. They did? Almost impossible. And, and so to see where they've come from then till now... Uh, is pretty remarkable, really. And Ryan Harris mentioned this on the afternoon show yesterday, and he's right. You know, everybody says, wow, it's in, what a turnaround in a year. It's been like nine months. I mean, it, it, the, the turnaround has been remarkable. And uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but there's six points out of first place. I got somebody on the text line challenging my geographical acumen here. Twelve zero three. Blue Bonnet is not near Punchbowl at all. What are you talking about, it's dude? It's near it. What are you talking about? It's on Broadway. It's like four blocks away. You could jog from Punchbowl to Blue Bonnet and not be particularly tired. Come on. Now, Punchbowl's not near Casa Bonita. But to say it's not near Blue Bonnet, that's false. Yes, that's totally false. 
You can call me a lot of things, but when it comes to Denver geography, do not challenge me. You got that? I'm a doctor. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. HW, much deserved PTO. The Colorado Avalanche. Big old call with a shot. Score! Redirected by Blake Como! The Abs will win their 10th in a row. Tonight, the Abs visit Montreal. Clock out and tune in. We're turning Moe's loose with the faceoff at 5.30 on the home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include Search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to Fun. Hey, Scott Aces here. Gentlemen, when it comes to your health and your quality of life, knowing your numbers is essential. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired and grumpy. It can raise your cholesterol levels, cause weight gain, and lose muscle mass. At Low T Center, they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked. Treatment is covered by most health insurance and results in about 20 minutes. Give them a call, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. Or get online. It's the LowTCenter.com. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhausts to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Guys, listen up. We all love those hearty home-style meals. You know, the chicken fried steak with a huge side of mashed potatoes covered in gravy. But let's be real. We aren't going to cook that up. That's why I get my home-style meal fix from the Black Eyed Pea. 
This is Vic for the Black Eyed Pea. When I have a craving for those home-style meals, the Black Eyed Pea is my go-to. Half-pound burgers, ribeye steak, and don't forget about their made-from-scratch desserts. Locally owned and operated with nine front-range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Get in shot. family to Pepsi Center and be a part of the excitement of Avalanche Hockey with a family night package. Get four tickets, four Pepsis, and four chicken tenders for only $120. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com to reserve your package today. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. An accident on the tollway with injuries southbound E-470 at Buckley after I-76. Expect activity there. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Catching delays on northbound I-25 at Richgate Parkway to Yale southbound through downtown and between Broadway and Hamden. Just like kids here, children across the world have big dreams for their future. Give one child the opportunity for a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Fake to hand off to Murray, throws it left side to Will Barton. Barton's in the paint, leans in on Nurkic, reverse side layup, no good. Rebound down to Plumley, kicks it out to Murray. Head fake and then the three. Yes! And the Blue Arrows got a new career high. Give him a smooth 35. That's a big-time shot right there. Onions! Collions! Jamal Murray has stepped into that role right before our eyes. Before we go back to that take, very quickly an update from Twitter. Andrew Mason, who's joined us on the show several times. I like Andrew. I love Andrew, too. Former co-worker. I love Andrew, but I love picking on him. Oh, me too. Josh Allen, height 6'4", 7'8", weight 237, hand size 10 and 1 8 inches, arm 33 and a half, wingspan 78 and 3 quarter inches, to which I replied to Andrew, can I get his nostril depth? He seems to have extremely deep nostrils. Oh, gosh. Wingspan. How does wingspan matter for a quarterback? I mean, I guess it's height of your throw. And, you know, to each his own. Everybody loves doing... If you made me go to the Senior Bowl... On this assignment to get wingspan of particular players, I just call it. I'd call it a career. Me too. Me too. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Now I'll, I'll probably watch the game. Eh, I won't watch the game. That's a lie. I'll kind of check in on it, see what's happening. I'll watch when Baker Mayfield plays. I'll watch when Josh Allen is on the field. I'll, I'll be a little curious. But if Josh Allen looks great, does that make you? Say, hey, the Broncos should take him. Or if he looks bad, you go, ooh, I'd be nervous. Hey, James, what's John Elway's wingspan? No idea. What's Joe Montana's? No clue. How about Tom Brady? I don't know. How did he look in those pictures from the combine when they were doing the well, measurable? Hey, you know, we saw a lot of Tom Brady's hand last week. What's his hand size? No idea. How about Aaron Rodgers? Why are we being so stupid? Uh, it's It drives me crazy. See this? Why are we spinning an agenda? We're spinning agendas here. This is what what drives me nuts about the time between the end of the season, which it's the end of the season for 30 of the 32 teams, and the draft. Is all that time they go look at information that has nothing to do with playing football, and they forget what these guys did or didn't do on the field. It drives me up a wall. Again, they analyze to the point of exhaustion, where they let they allow the analysis to take over. 
and actually it means more to some of these dudes than the tape. The tape should speak volumes. The Just look at the tape. The tape should be number one. You should talk to the guy because you got to see how they carry themselves. You should talk to their coaches, and then I would talk to opposing coaches, right? Like how how was it to prepare to play against Josh Allen? To me, I, I think that speaks volumes. You know what I would have done with Paxton Lynch had I conducted the psychology test, and, and we'll have um, Travis Heath on Thursday. I would have put him in a room, and on one side of the room I would have placed football tape to analyze. On the other side of the room I would have put a PlayStation, and I would have watched to see what side of the room he went to. Exactly, and I think we all know where he would have gone. You know, and that would determine whether or not he's your quarterback. You can't tell me though that either his position coach or his head coach or a teammate or the backup quarterback or somebody associated with the Memphis program, if you'd have talked to him, mm-hmm. couldn't have answered that question for you. Um, back to the text line, we we wondered aloud if uh, Bernier was going to get the start again tonight. Not sure yet. Uh, somebody said, well, they're certainly not going to give it to. Varley and let Varley take a loss and end this streak. If that's okay, we don't even know if Varley's ready to play. And no, he's, he's on the trip. He's on the trip, but we don't know if yeah. that means he'll be in uniform or ready to go. Make, make a great point there. Uh, as hot as this team is playing, and the All Star break is this weekend, and they got two more on this road trip. Just play it out, man. Right, I'm with just, you. Let's go. Put I'm with them, you. Put them back out there. When when it's going right, just you go. don't change it. You don't touch a damn thing. No. And you're right, especially with the break coming up. Uh, there's no reason not to just keep riding this horse as long as you can. Here's what we've noticed out of the Avs the last two months. Nathan McKinnon has become that guy. And by the way, Nathan McKinnon, uh, point streak came to an end last night. Correct? Yeah, nothing, nothing lasts forever. They, they really went out of their way to stop him. They did. They did. Other they guys really stepped peed up. on him. That Yakupov guy, he scored. Stepped up. But what Nathan McKinnon has become for the Avs, the guy, the clutch player, the guy, is what Jamal Murray is close to becoming for the Nuggets. We talked about this on the show yesterday morning. And I said, you know, for the last two years, we, and I, the media, we have been trying to force feed everybody Jokic to the point where he's got to be the guy. He's got to get the, the ball. He is the, the fixture, the all-star. Well, how do we know? What if he's not willing don't you have to be a willing participant to be the guy? Yes. Yeah, we talked about it at length yesterday. And my point was your best player, your go-to guy, has to be an alpha. And I said maybe Jokic is like Scottie Pippen. He's a great Robin, but he ain't Batman. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at the, all. The, the narrative that we spin is he's got to be the guy. He's their all-star. You know, let's prop him. Well, maybe the guy is right before our very eyes. He's just so young that we're not we're not ready for it yet. He's twenty years old. Jamal yeah, but Murray. man, he, in the last year and a half, he's a year older than my son. He's made more plays that make you come out of your seat than any player on that roster. He he's the one guy where you look at it and go, he could be like the Greek freak, right? Where people start talking about him, going, "Whoa, this guy." Is is in that upper echelon. He he could develop into that guy. I think Gary Harris is a great player, and I think if Gary Harris is one of your mainstays, if he's part of your big three, great. But I think the best chance for this team, this team to take mm-hmm. the next step, is Jamal Murray is your Batman, Jokic is your Robin, and Gary Harris is that that glue guy. Listen, I think I, that's I, the recipe. I don't dispute that notion at all. The only concern I have is twenty. 
too tender of an age to have those kind of expectations because now what? Guess what? Next time they play, you're going to expect more. That come on, okay, let's go. But that's fine. He, he seems here's the here's the reasons why I think he's up for it. One, he seems like a pretty grounded guy, right? He's, and maybe I'm just falling into the trap of the whole uh, meditation and the yoga thing that he does, but he seems pretty grounded. He also is a guy that he's got a little abrasiveness. Yes, yes, exactly. trust me. I, I was thinking I of another word yes. that starts with A, yeah. but I think you have to have that it, to be the leader. You're exactly right. Too many people take offense in our business. You know, after a yeah. game, you're interviewing a guy. Oh, what a jerk! No, that's just you know he's he's human. And he is the way he is. You can't take offense to certain things. And I like my stars to be a little bit of a jerk. Me you know, too. Peyton Manning could, could be a jerk at times. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we, we had Adam Modest on the show. I forget which show he was on. I think he was on with Scott and, and Julie. And he was talking after the game. Was it the Clipper game when Will Barton took the shot down too? Or did, didn't take the shot, but yes. lost the ball? Yes. And he talked about Jokic needs to have that a little bit of a pardon the expression, but it needs to be a little bit more of an a-hole and go up and say, get on Barton yeah. saying, why am I not getting yeah. the ball? He just may not be wired that way. But I think if you empower Jamal Murray, of you are the guy. What do you think Michael Jordan would have said to his teammates if they're down two and in the final eight seconds he doesn't touch the basketball? Oh, he has a conniption. He loses it, right? Now, if he decides to pass it out to Paxson or he decides to pass it out, pass it out to Steve Kerr for the – game-winning jumper, that's fine, but it goes through him. He gets the double team, and he hits the open guy. You need to figure out who that player is, and I'm not sure Jokic is wired that way, but, man, the, it, it, look, he's he's an unselfish basketball player, which is great, but I almost think that personality trait mm-hmm. is better suited for Robin than for Batman. Yeah, I, again, it, it, to be the man on any team, in any town, in any situation – you have to be a willing participant. And it dawned on me as I was leaving the arena last night, perhaps he's not willing to take on that role right now. Just like when, I'll give you another example. Who is considered the greatest non-American player in the history of the game? And he plays even today. He's in his final days in Dallas. Dirk. Dirk's probably the greatest European player ever. Yeah. In his early years as a Dallas Maverick, he wasn't the guy. They had Steve Nash down there. Sure. They had other players that were them. He developed into that guy. It was not in his nature. It was not in his personality. He wasn't as outgoing as you need to be to be the guy. Put it that way. Right. So why are we trying to force feed this on, on Jokic? I, I think it's unfair for him. It's unfair for everyone involved. Well, we're force feeding it because he's a great player. And he yes, has a, he has a unique, but you can be a great player without being the guy. I'm with you. And he has a unique skill set, right? Like he, for a big man, his ability to pass, his ability to shoot, his ability to kind of play that point center sort of role that we've we've coined. I, I think that's very intriguing. But again, look at Scottie Pippen. He had a unique skill set too. I mean, he that guy played point guard a lot of times for that team where he would bring the ball up. That that was unusual at the time for a guy that was playing the three. He could. He was a very good defender. He was long. He. I mean, he could do a lot of different things. But he wasn't the guy when Jordan was gone for two years. They got to the playoffs, but they never got to the finals because he wasn't the guy. He pouted when the ball didn't come to him, or whatever the case may be. I just think the formula we saw last night. And look, I've been banging the Jamal Murray drum for you a year have been and a half. on this. You, you wanted Jamal Murray to get starters minutes ahead of Jameer, Jameer Nelson. Nelson. I did. 
I, I mean, you thought I banged the Trevor Simeon drum and the Paxton Lynch drum. I was, yeah, it, but it, it's, similar. it's a delicate balance though. When you're that young, you don't want to fall into those bad, bad habits that can affect your career. Yeah, but man, if you, if you make some of those mistakes and you get those growing pains at 19 and at 20, mm-hmm. how good are you going to be at 22, 23? I think if you're wired to be the guy and you have the talent to be the guy, making mistakes at 20 years old isn't going to crush you. I really believe that. I just think the formula we saw last night in terms of who was who was one and who was two is the recipe for success for this team yeah. for the next five years. You know what's great about Jamal Murray? Let me lay it out for you. He plays his best basketball against the best competition. He went toe-to-toe with Damian freaking Lillard. This is, this is great Dame. He didn't back down from it. You know, great Dame had his shot at the end, and so did Jamal Murray. Great Dame hits a three, Jamal Murray hits a three. Great Dame goes to the rack and gets an and one, misses the free throw. Jamal Murray on the very next possession, and one, makes the free throw. Dude, when you can do it against the best in a game like that, that can change a season. I'm not saying it will, okay, but it can. When you get that kind of confidence that you can finish things off, let's be honest, and I said this last night on the postgame show, when the Nuggets were down seven with four minutes and 40 seconds to play, Lillard just strikes a three. They're down seven. How many of you thought the Nuggets would actually win that game? I didn't. I didn't either because they're not good down the stretch. I didn't. I, I didn't expect them to out-execute the Blazers down the stretch. But that mentality that you just outlined of wanting to go toe-to-toe with one of the game's best players. Can't teach that. You can't. No. That's, but that's how – and look, I'm not putting him in the same class as Michael and Kobe and Magic and some of those guys. But that's how those guys were wired. Yeah. And if you don't have that, you have no chance of becoming – an elite player. Jamal Murray's wired that way, so he has a chance to become an elite player. Nathan McKinnon is already there. Can Jamal Murray get there? You got the Vic Lombardi show. It's Altitude 950. Three-pointer! Double water! Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in Montreal to take on the Canadians. The puck drops at 5.30 with a pregame show getting away at 5.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver. This is the home of the hottest team in the National Hockey League. The Avs will win their 10th in a row. The second most in franchise history. Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. The Browns cast you over at personal <coughs> brawl. What would you say to them? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's not about going as high as possible. It's going as high as possible to the right team. So if I'm not the right fit for the Browns, um, that's fine with me. I understand that. You know, some people fit schemes differently. If I'm a better fit somewhere else, and I belong at that other place. So it's not about getting drafted high for me. It's about, you know, getting, like I said, drafted to the right team. That's Josh Allen at the Senior Bowl. We now know his hand size, arm size, weight, height, wingspan. Still waiting on his uh, scapular depth. Now that we know his wingspan, I'm intrigued. I think he might be a good fit here in Denver. We heard his voice. Know a lot about Josh Allen all of a sudden. More than we've ever known before. 
and we aim to know as much as we can about these guys, especially if they're concerned. You know, how, how much of a break did the Broncos get here? They're coaching in the senior bowl and they get to coach these quarterbacks who will be among the top picks in the draft. Usually these guys don't participate in the senior bowl. Usually if you're a, if you're a quarterback to be drafted in the first round, you want no part of the senior bowl. You're not playing in this thing. Right. All it can do is have your stock drop. Right. If you're if you're projected to be a top five pick potentially, uh, yeah, th- th- this is a little bit risky. Now you notice, and I I don't know how the rules. You have to be a senior, right? Or you have to be a certain level. So maybe Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold can't participate. But my guess is the guys who are going to go one and two or projected to go one and two mm-hmm. would have nothing to do with this anyway. Not sure why you would. Yeah, the risk the risk does not outweigh the reward. The risk does outweigh the reward. If I were a quarterback, if I were Sam Darnold, and I knew I was going to get drafted in the first round regardless. I would not allow them to measure my hands. <laughs> nope, you're not doing it. Yeah, it'd be a red flag. You're not what's, measuring my what's feet Vic hiding or my hands. I'll let you measure my waist and that's it. I stop at my waist. I just think this the whole thing just makes me laugh. It just drives me up a wall. What do they do on the field? What did they do in a game? What did they do on third and two with the game on the line? What did they do when the pass protection broke down and they had to make a play? Especially that that position. It's 90% how you process information at the most clutch moments of the game. Exactly. That's it. Well, we talked about it yesterday it. in terms of the way the AFC and NFC title game went down, right? And Tony Romo was masterful again. I mean, he's funny because he's like a fan in the, in the, in the booth. But late in the game, Blake Bortles on a third and eight checked down and threw it out into the flat to the tight end. It was, would have been a four yard completion. I think it got dropped anyway. They had to punt. Clock stopped. And Tony Romo pointed out that the outside receiver went down and ran like a 12 yard in and he was open if Blake Bortles waits a split second longer and processes it right and makes an accurate throw. It's the difference in the game. Would Peyton Manning and Tom Brady ever allow for a delay a game late in the first half no. when you have a chance to put points on the board? No. After a timeout? Absolutely not. With two, well, I guess they were coming out of a timeout, but they had, they went into the locker room with two timeouts. So, I mean, it's just inexcusable to have that happen. Processing information in the clutch moments of a game. Hell, in the entire game. That is the only measurement I want out of my quarterback. I don't care how tall they are. I don't care how much they weigh. I don't care about wingspan. Stop. Do you have any idea? Just stop. Do you have any idea what John always playing weight was? No idea. Me either. Do Joe I, Montana? Do you have an idea what Drew Brees' wingspan is? <laughs> no. no. So so why are why are people giving me this information? Why why do you feel it necessary to deliver said information to now, me? I, why are you doing this to me? I do think height is somewhat interesting. Right, because if you're below, how tall is Deshaun Watson? I saw him at the Clippers Nuggets game. My guess is six three. I stood right next to Deshaun Watson. He's about six foot tall. Okay, all right. And now six foot tall quarterbacks with Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, they're having more success, right? But it used to be if you were below six two, you weren't going to get drafted, and if you were above six six, probably you weren't going to get drafted. That was like this four inch window. You're telling me that. If you're not within this four-inch window, you can't play the position? And it, it, It's the four-inch uh, window. It's not how you process information. It's not whether you can throw an accurate pass. It's not arm strength. It's yeah. if you're between 6'2 and 6'6, six, six, we want you. That is stupid. 
It's Again, I, and maybe I'm overly biased here. I come from, um, I have some small man syndrome, clearly. But I'm so tired of people looking the other way if a guy is in a certain size. And the Broncos have made this mistake with drafting just tall quarterbacks. Yes. It works the other way, too. Name the last quarterback above six foot seven that's done anything in the league. Nobody. I mean, Dan McGuire went in the first round. He was he was terrible. In you know, you know what, what's the point? You can draft too tall a quarterback, too. Yeah. I mean, Brock Osweiler and Paxton Lynch fall into those categories. From the text line, I'm with you, Vic. The most encouraging thing about last night was Murray not backing down, going one-on-one with an all-star like Lillard. He didn't back down against Devin Booker either. Now, they lost that game, but he didn't back down. Played his best against Booker. Uh, can you be Robin and the Joker? Good point. Mm, interesting. Matt says, I think Jokic is the leader of this team, but not necessarily the best player. I, I disagree. I totally disagree. Now, and look, we've had a, we've had way too many games this year, Vic, where the head coach and then those of us on the air the following day have said they just didn't bring it. They didn't have the effort. But in probably half those games at least, who's the one guy we've said, but he did? It was Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray. Competitively speaking, nobody plays harder. He played all last year with a hernia. Yeah. Uh, Matt goes on to say, hey, look at the Avs. Landy's the captain and the leader, but not the best player. Um, you know, hockey's one of those those sports, those rare sports where the C means a lot more than, than anything. Like in, in basketball, does anybody wear a captain's jersey in basketball ever? No. no. You know what I'm saying? No, it's, not, it's not essential. In, in football, when you think captain, is that essential? It's well, usually the court. If you're, let me put it this way. If your quarterback is not your captain, you got a problem. Exactly. Which is why it was laughable last season when they gave Trevor Simeon the midseason yeah. C. You cannot have a successful football team with your quarterback not being the captain. You can't. You can't. And, you know, you're, you're going to have a hard time defensively if your middle linebacker isn't in that conversation, too. Turn our attention now, according to the rundown, our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. All Brought right. to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Stop! I don't recognize this man. Your wife's had an almost total loss of memory. I can't believe she doesn't know her own husband. This missing link person is not my husband. Oh, Annie, please. Annie. What movie is that? Overboard? Overboard. Kurt Russell, Overboard? Goldie Hawn. She, he's like a handyman who's fixing the, the closet on her yacht. Oh, and he looks all disheveled. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah, falls yeah. off and yeah. has amnesia, and he acts like okay, she's his wife. Because the Power 5 question of the day, according to H.W., who's taking some well-deserved PTO, <laughs> where do you want to go on a cruise? Why is this the question of the day? I don't know, because my parents just came off a cruise, I guess. Maybe. Two weeks. Maybe. Okay, that could be. That could be. We By talked about way, it yesterday. I told my parents, really? Two weeks on a boat? Where did they Are go? Are you insane? Where did they go? The Caribbean. Oh, two nice. weeks? I mean, give me three days. Two weeks? No, no, no. If you're going to go that far, you got to go a week. Two weeks on a boat. Do you like, have you ever been on a cruise? Yes, I hate it. I mean, I'm, I'm not a boat guy. I'm sorry. Okay, so that answers my question yeah. of do you like days at port or days at sea? I wanted to get off that thing so bad. Well, then it's such a pain, too, because like a lot of these places, if the boat's too big, you're you're out in the bay, and then you got to get on the little dinghy to take you into the shore. Mm-hmm. And that's never very fun. It's that's just a pain a, in the neck. It's a floating first cafeteria. It's a lot of waiting in lines. 
which I don't oh, like. Oh, this is lines. It, you're, you're constantly in some sort of queue. I'm like not a, a fan. Trough. Like, you, you, you sit there. <laughs> let's go eat. Get the cattle out. Well, then, like, if you go as a couple, and they've changed it now because you can go eat at whatever time. But it used to be, hey, you have to eat at 7 o'clock, and yeah. you're at table 38, and you're with, like, six random people. So I... Quick story. Not my thing. I, I used the workout facility on uh, the one and only cruise I, I went to on, on the ship, big ship. It was a Disney cruise. I was in the uh, workout facility, and I said, I'm going to try out the steam room. I'm going to work off all this freaking jelly that I just ate. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Of course, old guy shows up in the steam room naked. I got out. And that would do it for my steam room experience. Yeah. No just towel. totally unnecessary. No towel, just nothing. So we want to know where you want to go on a cruise. I, the Caribbean is very intriguing to me. Okay. I kind of like it, though, as a way to see places that maybe I don't want to go spend a whole week there. Why don't you just fly there? No, because like like a, I don't know, like a third world country or whatever. I'm on the ship. I know I've got that. I know I've got good food and good drink and stuff there. Then I can go have my excursion. Mm-hmm. And if it's not good, I can come back. Okay. I kind of like that. So favorite cruise trip, whatever, be creative. A chance to win Nuggets tickets. Which Nuggets game we giving away? Later this week? That's uh, probably Knicks. Yeah. Mavericks? We're going to go Knicks, maybe Mavericks. One of the two. Congratulations to all who attended our uh, Nuggets night out last night. We uh, had a suite for our Altitude 950 listeners. I'm told it was lit in the suite. So congratulations to everybody who attended last night. Again, the place to be if you want Nuggets or Avs tickets right here on Altitude 950. Our Power 5 question of the day. If you got to go on a cruise, where would you go? 303-753-0950 is the phone number. The text line is 30933. Coming up at 830, Mark Mosier. At 930, Scott Hastings. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. So I'm watching Brady yesterday, and I'm like, this. it's the first time where I'm like, I'm just, I'm tired of Tom Brady. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of his underwear. I'm tired of his avocado-only diet plan. I'm tired of his wife. I'm tired of uh, I'm not tired of his wife, but everything else, you're exactly right. They can kick rocks. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Hi, this is Jack Farland, owner of Farland Classic Restoration. Since 1991, we've been Denver's premier classic car restoration and sales shop. From rebuilding a rare 12-cylinder Ferrari engine to performing world-class metalwork on a Jaguar XKE, you'll find we're always up to something interesting. 
What can we do for you? Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Saturday, January 27th is 1990s night when your Denver Nuggets host the Dallas Mavericks at 7 p.m. Dribble drive all the way, coming underneath. Be a part of Nuggets history as we celebrate the 1990s era as part of our 50th anniversary season. 90s Nuggets stars Robert Pack, Tommy Hammonds, and Reggie Williams will be on hand for a pregame autograph session and special halftime ceremony. All fans in attendance will receive a special 1990s night poster. Get your tickets today at Nuggets.com. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you had the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A multi-car crash on the tollway up to eight vehicles involved is clearing right lane is blocked southbound E-470 at Buckley after I-76. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. Also, a multi-car crash is shut down all lanes southbound Peoria at Albrook. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at PositiveCoach.org. I'm Chris McGlaw. Laughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. When you get a group of players in like this, what do you gain from a week like this? Well, I think it's a clear advantage, you know, to have a chance to actually coach, you know, draftable players, Mm -hmm. you know, for a week of football prep. You know, to actually watch them in meetings, you know, watch them interact with their teammates, to uh, watch how they learn and how they, you know, practice and love the game. That's critical points, uh, you know, at the evaluation. You know, so I'm excited to be here. Again, it's a clear advantage if you can work these games. Of course it's an advantage. I'm still trying to figure out why the Cleveland Browns coaching staff decided not to coach the Senior Bowl. That makes no sense to me. Why would you not want to get a first-hand look at some of these guys? So stupid. Now, they're picking one, and the quarterbacks they're looking at aren't going to be here. Not necessarily. What if Josh Allen's a guy? Well, you're right. I mean, Mel Kuyper had him going one yeah. last, last week. But mock drafts, mock drafts before a free agency are a total waste of time. You don't even know who's on the team's roster, mm-hmm. yet you're deciding who they're going to pick in the draft. It's, it's silly. It's silly. Most of them are silly anyway. But this time of year... They're totally worthless and ridiculous. Our Power 5 question of the day for a chance to win Nuggets tickets. Uh, cruises. Uh, your favorite cruise you've ever been on or one you'd like to go on? Um, I'm not a cruise guy. The only cruising in my world when I was growing up in uh, Denver in the 80s, cruising Colfax, cruising 38th. You, okay. You're probably not old enough to remember those. We used to cruise Colfax, dude. From the Bonita all the way down to where Colorado Mills is located now. Really? That used to be a big turnout. Now, Federal was kind of the cruise spot up in the northwest side of town. They shut that down. They did. Yeah. They did. 38th. It started at 38th, and then it went to Colfax. And it just was a place where high schoolers showed up with their car. It didn't matter what kind of car you were in. You just showed up and yelled at people. See, I, but- I always wondered, what, why are we here? What well, are we doing? I can tell you, because we this was before cell phones. 
So how did you figure out where everybody was and where the party was or whatever? Friday for, night on Colfax. For us, it was Friday, uh, Friday night, Saturday night. You would go to the Taco Bell on 104th and Melody <laughs> and find out where everybody was going. That was the spot. It's still there. It's just not the same kind of, you know, destination. The more I think about it, it was destined. It, there was a fight every time we went out cruising on Colfax. Every single time. It was destined to end in a fight because what else are you going to do? You're in a car full of guys. You're yelling at girls. You're going to offend somebody from another school. Sure. And it results in a fight. Always. It's a recipe for a fight. That's the only cruise I've ever been on that I liked. Uh, let's see. Some of the textures saying, I would take a cruise around the north coast of Australia, says Eddie. Great barrier reef and rainforests. That would be cool. Be a good way to see that part of the world. Uh, hashtag Elon Musk on this one. Space cruise. It's the future. Ah, your kind of guy. Yeah, that's, that's knowing your audience mm. right there. Uh, 2716 says, I would Google and go on one of those hedonism cruises. Hmm. Okay. Google that sucker, would you, Marty? What is a hedonism cruise? Obviously, the, the word itself says it's going to be fun. Yeah. Angry Andy says, Alaska, cool wildlife, only a few days, smaller boats, actual scenery besides the beach. My, my parents went to Alaska on a cruise, and if, they said it was cold. Why would you want to do something where it's cold all the time? See, now, I'm torn on this one because I would like to see that. I would like to see Alaska and, you know, Mount Denali and all that kind of thing. So I think that would be a good way to do it. But I'm with you. If I'm going to be on a cruise, I don't want to be wearing a coat. I want to be wearing swim trunks and sitting by the pool and drinking a pina colada with a rum floater. That's what I want. Hit a glacier? Yeah, that's not my type of fun. Uh, Adam says, I would love to take a cruise on Sloan's Lake in honor of you. Oh, yeah, there you go. See John walking across <laughs> looking for a quarterback. <laughs> uh, cruise Antarctica. Yeah, you can have that. For what? What are you going to see? Ice? Just you know what, man? Just for all those people that say, I want to see that. I, want, I really want to see it. Just go to your computer. Now, I do Pull think it it'd be, right now. I do think it'd be kind of a cool way to see, uh, like the Mediterranean and Greece, maybe some of Italy. You know, because you could bounce from place to place to place. That'd be cool. Marv says, I would like to cruise wherever the hell Elway's going. Dude could hit all seven continents this <laughs> off season. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of guy. Who was that, Marv? Yeah, Marv is the leader, is the in, the leader in the clubhouse. <laughs> you listen to the show long enough, you know exactly what he's talking about there. Uh, where in the world is John Elway has already begun. He's already played one Pro-Am golf tournament, and we're not even through the Super Bowl. Uh, here's another one. Guys, I don't know about the next cruise I'd like to go on, but I will tell you I once shared a cruise trip with an ex after she refused to let me invite a friend instead. We had been split up for eight months. Needless to say, it kind of sucked. Yes, it would. Ah, that would be terrible. The other thing about cruises, the rooms, you know, so when you're used yeah. to hotel rooms, little yeah. space, right? Yeah. Room the size of a closet in these cruise ships. You get closet-type rooms. I mean, I don't know about you. I didn't spend the extra buck. I was down with... Uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and the rest right, of the bunch. Right. Yeah, well, I was operating the ship. They're different now. First cruise I ever went on, I was I was like, shoveling I was coal into the engine. We were down like on the second floor, and we had like a porthole. Like that was it. <laughs> we had a porthole that you could see, and the water would come up and hit the porthole. <laughs> Freaked me out. Man. That was not the second cruise I went on. We were a little higher. We had a balcony. That was cool. Now they have them to where, like, the inside is a big atrium. Because there used to be interior rooms, too, that had no windows, yeah. which would freak me out. I'm claustrophobic. Now you either face the internal atrium or you can face the water. They've got balconies. It's it's better. 
What do you think about these cruise lines where they invite like a bunch of ex-athletes or celebrities and you just get to meet and greet like old washed up actors? Well, I know on the one I went on as a kid, it was Jay Saldy, the former tight end from the Dallas Cowboys. Wait, wait. Jay Saldy. The only Jay I know from the Cowboys is Jay Novacek. It was Jay Saldy. The back, I mean, back in the day. I feel like, and I can't swear to this, so I have, you know, family who listens, they, they probably remember better. I think it was Larry Zonka and Jay Saldy. Okay. I think that's who the former, and, the, the and former athletes were. That's why you went on the cruise? No, they were just there. <laughs> so you would go to like the, you would go to like the, I don't know, cabaret show or whatever that was Thursday night at mm-hmm. eight and Jay Saldy and Larry Zonka would be there and they'd wave at the crowd and I don't know, you could go up and get autographs or whatever. You'd see him in the buffet line. I told you. I would have Isaac making him drinks. Maybe because I'm scarred emotionally from my only one and only cruise experience. This goes back years. Back when Jake Plummer had a um, silent auction for his foundation. And my wife bid on a cruise. Okay. I said, okay, we're going to contribute. Let's, let's get this cruise. At the time, uh, we, we had a, one small, small child, so we left the child at home. We went on this cruise. Little did we know, we bid on a cruise... That wasn't an authentic, like, modern cruise. It was a way-back cruise for, like, the olden days, the way they used to do cruise ships in the 30s. Okay. It was like this ship was Noah's Ark, essentially. Okay. It was made of wood. Yeah, two of each. And mahogany. That's what it was. It was a, an old-style ship. I don't think I'd like that. We were the youngest people on this cruise line, on this ship, by about 80 years. Everybody else on the cruise Dude. actually went on it on the, in Dude, the 30s? They, I, the people that went on the cruise <laughs> built the ship. Dude. It was unbelievable how young we were on this cruise line. Uh, hey, kind of that's kind of nice though. Makes you feel young. Oh my god, I never wanted to go home so bad in my life. I'll never do it again. Uh, did everybody um, call you guys like the kids? No, but we put on a show at the uh, karaoke night. Nice, nice. Everybody was thinking they were doing Frank Sinatra, you know. And I would go up there and throw out some Prince. <laughs> I can see you and and Terry just kind of embracing the role. Uh four seven four six, and this is where I agree. This is the best, in my opinion, the Gronk. Party cruise. That, that would be fun. I would do. For sure. For sure. The Gronk party cruise. Give it up. Is All that right. one where you have to sign a waiver before you get on and I'm like sure you your do. cell phone? They, they get back to port. They're missing like seven people. <laughs> have no, yeah. we're, we're down seven. We have that no idea where they are. me out too. Like the guy that falls overboard. Oh gosh, I can't think of anything worse. Uh, we will reward the uh, winner of the Power 5 question of the day. Marty O will get a hold of you. You're going to the Nuggets game. Compliments of Altitude 950. Up next on the show, 10 in a row, sports fans. Again, this is starting to feel like Rocktober. It's starting to feel special. When you get to double digits, it's no longer a fluke. It's a trend. It's something special is happening. This team has turned the corner the, the switch has been flipped. Now, can they keep it up at this pace? Probably not, but it's a different team. We'll talk to Mark Mosier, the voice of the Avalanche, next on Altitude 950. Marv says, I would like to cruise wherever the hell Elway's going. Dude could hit all seven continents this <laughs> offseason. <laughs> the Denver Nuggets. The Colorado Avalanche. That's our thing, and that's why no one has more nugs and abs tickets than Altitude 950. Yeah! He just does it all the time! Keep it on all day for your chance to win and get ready. Crowd comes to its feet at Pepsi Center. We've got more ultimate VIP experiences coming soon. I'll get fancy on you. Yeah, right at the horde. On Altitude 950. There's big news in the new year as mortgage loan limits are increasing. 
meaning you may be able to borrow more money when purchasing a new home. It's an increase that will give buyers more choices in homes so you can plan your new year and the things you want to accomplish. Make sure home ownership is near the top of the list. With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey guys, listen up here. We all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget the dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for the Black Eyed Pea, my go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Juicy half-pound burgers, ribeye steak, and seared salmon. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection and full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your home-style favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned and operated with nine front-range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackEyedPeaColorado.com for locations and their entire home-style menu. Black Eyed Pea. Safeway is currently hiring drivers to work in our transportation department located on 570 in Colorado. You will ensure that deliveries are made on time with precision routes and timely scheduling. You will be able to go home at the end of every shift. And the starting rate for the driver's position is $22.49 an hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. You must have documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry to be considered for this position. You must have a Class A CDL, at least three years or equivalent to 300,000 miles of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment. Refrigeration experience preferred. Must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company you can retire with. Safeway treats their employees outstanding, offering an excellent compensation and benefit package, starting out at $22.49 per hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. To apply for the driver's position, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Come enjoy the fastest sport on two feet and where we play by our own rules. Pepsi scores! There's always great lacrosse action and something for everyone to enjoy. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss us. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com. As you're pulling into the driveway, you notice your garage door is open, but you didn't open it. Thieves found an easy way in and out. Don't let this happen to you. This is Mark Chapkis, owner of Family Garage Door. Let us come show you the latest in high-tech security features from LiftMaster, including cell phone alerts when the door goes up and automatic deadbolts to lock it down. Please visit us at FamilyGarageDoor.com to schedule your free in-home consultation. That's FamilyGarageDoor.com. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th is celebrating the new year all month long with incredible deals. Like a new 2017 Rogue S all-wheel drive for just 170 
$22 a month and $19.99 do it signing. That means all this month, Rogues are up to 20% off MSRP, along with Titan, Murano, Maxima, and Sentra at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. And don't forget to stop in for your Crested Butte ski passes with a test drive. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, off I-25 and 104th, online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com, driven by you. 36 month lease, 4,000 allowable miles per year, and HP 5,000 the Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Southbound E470 at Buckley after I-76. It's an accident there. The right lane continues to be blocked, backing up traffic to US-85. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Getting word there was possibly a secondary accident in those backups. And a multi-car crash keeping all lanes of southbound Peoria at Albrook closed between 47th and 45th. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Landis Scott has it in his right skate. Leafs are digging after it. There are four Maple Leafs there. Three Avalanche players there. Landis Scott threw it up to force, not three. Rolls into the circle. After it is McKinnon. Can't find it. Written and can. Bumps it up ice. Here comes Landis Scott. Standing to an empty net. He will shoot and score. And the Avs have taken a 4-2 lead with 53.7 seconds left in the third period. What is going on? What is going on? Ten straight W's. Ten of them. They've yet to lose since the calendar turned to 2018. The Avs have enjoyed so much success of late that the NHL Network put Mark Mosier on its airwaves. He was there, suit and tie, talking to the nation about the avalanche. That's how far this has gone. Go to the hotline and welcome national television star Mark Mosier. Great job yesterday, Moj. How good did I look? Dude, you looked beautiful. Yeah. I got my Sexy. hair all done up. Yeah, I was I was trying to be a, I was trying to be smooth and, and look good, you know what I mean? I wanted to represent correctly. What did they ask you? Did they ask such profound questions as what is going on? Pretty much. Yeah, I talked to James Inquire yesterday. And, uh, you know, they, they ask all the, the usuals about the McKinnon line. They ask about uh, the, the crowds at Pepsi Center, the fans, how they're feeling. You know, ask about Jonathan Bernie and the way he's been playing. And it's just a, it's amazing because, you know, when you when you have a 10-game win streak, I mean, heck, when you go through five or six, you got to win in different kind of ways, right? I mean, you're going to have tough nights. You're going to have great nights. You're going to have the weird nights and whatnot. And last night I thought the Maple Leafs played hard, and they really did. And the Avs had their their not trailing streak snapped. It was the first time in nine-plus games that they actually trailed in a hockey game, which is a new franchise record. And that lasted less than two minutes. And then Kerfoot comes in, finds Yakupov, buries it, and we're tied again. So it's very impressive to see this Avalanche team trail for the first time in 2018. And then two, under two minutes later, they come on back and say, enough of that crap, let's get back even. And that's exactly what they did. And you, you look at that third period, 
they didn't have a great period in terms of scoring opportunities. I mean, they really didn't do a whole lot until Soderberg finds Como cutting down the slot, a little redirector on top, and uh, that's all she wrote. Pretty amazing, yeah. if you ask me. That Soderberg line has been fun to watch because they're exactly what Jared Bednar is, right? Sort of a grinder. They, aren't, they aren't the stars by any means, but they make plays when it matters most. Let, let's go back to the goal that was disallowed because clearly you – you got a first-hand perspective. The Avs have been subject to so many bad calls that have gone against them when it comes to replay. I still think the goal was a good goal. Uh, they just won one there. That's karma coming back to buy. That's a good karma move for the Avs is what it was. Yeah, maybe a little bit. You know, you look at Matthews, and he's kind of scraping his way across the top of the crease, and Bernier is there, and they definitely touch. I mean, he got a piece of the blocker, did Matthews. And then I, I think what they really looked at, Vic, is that Bernier's stick was on the outside of Matthews' left leg, so Matthews is facing Bernier. And as he's scraping across the crease, Bernier cannot get his stick out from around the left leg of Matthews and try to get it back in the proper position to help him make the save. I think that's what they looked at. And i got to be honest, I think you're right. I mean, I was I was up there going, you know, the abs never win. Mm-hmm. Ever, 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 ever. And so... When uh, referee Gord Dwyer says there was goalie interference, I'm, uh, I was pleasantly surprised, maybe even shocked. Now, of course, the Leafs scored a short time later. Matthews put it back in. But it was uh, it's one of those things where, yeah, you've got to catch a break like that in order to get this streak continued on. Dude, uh, when they made it 2-1 and then the, the ass come right back, that <laughs> that was a sweet 1-2, man. Yakupov goal. That, that may have been the goal of the night, if not for the game winner there by Bork. No, you're totally right. How about Kerfoot's play, though? He comes cruising in, and, and here's a rookie, right? He's, what, 40-whatever 40, 40 games into his National Hockey League career. He comes cruising in. He draws attention. Yakupov just fills in on the backside. Nobody's looking at him. Nobody. And, and they're thinking Kerfoot's going to shoot. Oh, the kid's going to shoot. And he sends this beautiful no-look pass across the low slot to Yakupov, who one time's at home. I'm going, wow, that's a high-end play, man. That's a high-end play by this kid. And you know, he's, he's, a, he's a 23-year-old, so it's not like he's, a, he's an 18-year-old. I don't want to get all crazy. But, man, what a great play. And they, they just come right back and, and, and bop it in. And the building was shaking for about a minute, and then it was over. <laughs> and it was, it was really cool because that building is crazy. I mean, they always sell out in Toronto. Place is always jam-packed. And, you know, Vic, as the street goes on, it's interesting, too, because, it, you know, the Maple Leafs, they, they felt like they upped it yesterday to me a little bit. I think the teams are going to start trying to play to try to stop the edge streak. You know, I mean, Montreal tonight, they're not playing good hockey, the Canadians. They're just not playing playing great right now. And it seems to me the teams are getting geeked up now to try to knock this Avalanche team off, and that's a good. weird place to be. Well, you know what? That's good. So what happens tonight with Bernier? You know, back-to-backs are tough on goalies, but you don't dare mess with the streak, do you? I don't know. I, we'll put it this way. I'm going to go downstairs and talk to the coach here in about an hour and a half. And uh, I'm thinking to myself on the bus last night, okay, you've got Andrew Hammond, who's who's played well in this league before. I mean, he had a magical streak himself for Ottawa a couple, three years ago, right? So, but do you throw him in saying, okay, Hammond, uh, I know it's your first start ever for your new team. Uh, and you need to get in there against the Montreal Canadiens in Montreal, and you need to win to keep the streak going to 11 games. No, thank you. I mean, that's, no. a, that's a lot you to can't. ask of a dude. You yeah. can't. You can't. At the same time, at the same time, Vic, I mean, you want to make sure you're smart with Burgundy. I mean, with Varley out, Varley skating again, which is good, but, you know, you just want to make sure that he's cool. You, you want to give your team the best chance to win. Is that a tired Jonathan Burgundy or is that a fresh 
Andrew Hammond is going to be trying to keep the streak alive. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting to see that it take place in the same arena where last year, you got to admit, that was the Valley of Death. 10-1 was the final score. Was it not a year ago? 10 goals by the Montreal Canadiens. Did it get any worse than that for you? I wanted to hang myself. Yes. I'm not even kidding you, Vic. It was like it was like five nothing after like eight minutes. Yes, I think it was it was six one after the first period, and then I, all I remember is it ended ten one. After that, the last forty minutes of hockey, I can't. I was yeah. I was unconscious. You blacked I I out. Taken, yeah, I, I blacked out. I, I think I had taken some some uh, some bathroom cleaner I found in the bathroom there at the rink, and uh, you know I, I didn't know what was going on. I mean, it was that was one of those games. Of course, the Fs came back the next night. That's when Varley threw up fifty two saves against the Leafs and won in their building, but. It was it was maybe the worst game you know I've seen in a long time. They just got hammered early and often. Everything was going in for for Montreal, and people were laughing in the building and all this kind of thing. And then of course I'm doing the game by myself, and so when it's six one after one, I've got nobody to talk to for the next two periods. So you just go out there and be a pro, man. But that was a bad one, a real bad one. I tried to black it out. Um, here's how I view the Avs run. Okay, when you win ten in a row, it's fun. It's a streak. But it's more than just a streak. It's a trend, right? It's a, it's a, it's a fix it. All of a sudden they have fixed whatever woes they suffered and they're on the right track. So let's say they lose two of three. Let's say they have some issues here on the road. I don't, this is another, is a new team. This streak proves that they have found a way. They have found a system. They have found something that Jared Bednar brought to the uh, table here that will help them get to the playoffs. It's a different team. Oh, you're absolutely right. What it does, it's it's like a positive reinforcement. I mean, you know, if, you, if your kid does something good and he gets something positive for it, you're like, and the kid's like, yeah, okay, there, there you go. It's a, it's a it's a risk and reward type of thing. And I mean, they they play the right way. They play hard. They maintain the system. They they you know do the small things. They they are attentive to, to different things, and they get paid off for it with victories. They get paid off. With, with two points, and winning is fun, and so they like that. And so, yeah, for sure, not only that, but it builds confidence because they're not doing it because they're they're getting lucky. I mean, I, I guess at times every team has a bit of luck that happens to them. You have to have luck. For, the most, yeah. for sure, but for the most part, they're beating teams because they're the better team. And I think these guys are coming to the realization that, man, we're playing like this, and we're the better hockey club. We're better than they are, Period. Not not that not that oh you know we're 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 fortunate and they're good we played better than they did and we won the game and let's move on I mean you're right about that it builds major positive reinforcement and the guys just simply they simply feel good about what they're doing and they want to keep it going but I don't even think they're talking streak to me they're just kind of going to the rink every day and busting their tail and, and finding out what happens let me ask you this because uh, somebody on the text line uh, sort of uh, agrees with me and it's a very delicate situation because you, you you don't want to mess with what's working at the same time you want to put your best players on the ice Tyson Berry looks like he's almost ready he's almost there how, how does that mess with what you got going on, on the defensive side does it mess with it do you, do you have any concerns installing them back in the lineup well, I always want Tyson Berry back in personally. I mean, he was the number two scoring defenseman in the league when he went out. I mean, I would always want him back in. I, you know, if you're asking me, and I'm no doctor, I'm no coach, I'm no nothing, I don't know that he'll be back before the All-Star break. he got two more games. I don't know that he'll be back then. And, and then, you know, of course, you give him an extra, you know, almost week to rest up before you head the road to Vancouver next week. But, I, to me, I always want him back in. I mean, he's a valuable player. His offensive abilities are 
are terrific. He does things that other defensemen can't do. The way he moves the puck, he's got a hidden deke about him. He certainly is a great shooter. So I, I would always stick him back in there. That's 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 my first mm-hmm. choice. I'm sure he's dying to get back in, too. I mean, who wants to be out when your team has won 10 in a row without you? Again, you, you look at what they've done despite the loss of players, despite the fact that their number one goalie before the season started is out. Tyson well, Berry it, 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 is out. Yeah, well, real quick, going back to that, that Ranger game on Saturday, Vic, you know, Elaine Vino is dealing without guys, too, including Kevin Shattenkirk. He's out with a torn meniscus, right? But when, and the Avs had guys out, too, though, but Vino was like, we, we can't match the Avalanche with the guys we have out. We can't, we simply as a team can't do it. And the Avs are like, well, we're missing guys, too. Yeah, I mean, that's, that shows you that they're a good hockey club, and that's, that's really cool, man. I mean, Avalanche fans should enjoy this. I mean, they deserved it. They, anytime you go through a 48 point season, anything else, you know, you, you got to feel good about. And right now, this, this Avalanche fan base should be able to grow a little bit because they're winning games. I'll tell you what's super cool, Vic. The media in Toronto is packed, as you know. I mean, there's just millions of, of media everywhere. But boy, were the Avs a hot topic. Boy, were, were, were people just swarming me wanting to find out about this. Oh, yeah. Club. What's this guy doing? And what's that guy doing? And how's this happening? And people, I mean, the people in Toronto were genuinely excited to see the Avs come to town, seriously, to watch them play. And they were genuinely curious as to what this Avalanche team is all about. People are fascinated. And the, the thing that came away was that people are just blown away by the Avs' speed. They love it. They're intrigued by it. They, they think it's for real. Bro, this is starting to feel. And look a lot like the Colorado Rockies of 07. And I know you were around back then. And that's a real thing. When that belief, that belief trumps everything and they have that belief right now, they're going to be a dangerous team. They are a dangerous team right now. They're going to be a, nobody is going to want to play the Colorado Avalanche in the postseason. Put it that way. Nobody. No doubt, no doubt about it. We got to get there for sure, but no doubt, man. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a fun ride the rest of the way. Listen, I don't know what's going to happen. You know what, what, what torques me off, Vic? They've won 10 in a row. They're 15-3-1 in their last 19 games, and they're stuck in the eighth spot. I know. God, is that, it just torques me off, man. I mean, what do you, what do you got to do to get you know, your butt yeah. moving in this Western Conference? What a pain, man. It's just, yeah. It just sucks. I'll tell you what you got to do. You got to go to the Senior Bowl. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta measure hand width. That's what you have to and do. You gotta measure, you gotta measure thigh size. And let's, let's take a look at the ankle weight. Oh my God. You're the man, Moj. Have a good call tonight, dude. 11 in a row is always better than 10 in a row. So, uh, we, it's funny because they can tie the franchise record by the end of the week during the All-Star break. The franchise record is 12 straight. If they win the rest of this week, they tie that mark. I remember that well, too. I remember that 12 game streak, man. I was looking for the abs then, too. And, I thought, this is impossible. How does this happen? How do teams win 12 in a row? Well, here they sit on 10, man. Yeah. It's a gas. Montreal's going to be hopping tonight, though, I promise you. And right now, the Habs and, and all these teams are looking at it going, man, we want to be the team that slows these guys down. And We'll find out. I'll talk to you later on this afternoon. All right, buddy. Thanks. Mark Mosier, all right, live from Montreal. You can hear the Mosier Show, 1 o'clock. People have spoken, the callers, the texters, they all agree. That conversation with Moj. That is the worst call in the history of the league. We will get better. Our sugar fix coming up next with Marty O. The Colorado Avalanche. Big old throw with a shot. Score! Redirected by Blake Tomo. The Avs will win their 10th in a row. Tonight, the 
ads, visit Montreal, clock out, and tune in. We're turning Moe's loose with the face-off at 5.30 on the home of the avalanche. Altitude 950. Attention cell phone users. If you love your phone, love your number, and want free service, now you can get all three with SafeLink Wireless at absolutely zero cost. That's right. Keep your own phone, keep your own number, and we'll keep you connected with free service that includes free minutes, unlimited text, and free data. It's all yours if you qualify for programs such as SNAP or Medicaid. SafeLink is a Lifeline supported service in a government benefit program. Only eligible consumers may enroll in Lifeline. The service is non-transferable and limited to one per household. Documentation of income or program participation may be required for enrollment. You must have a compatible GSM phone. Most smartphones are compatible. Free is free. Keep your own phone, keep your own number, and we'll keep you connected. With free service that includes free minutes, unlimited text, and free data. Get started now by calling 1-800-SAFELINK or go to safelink.com. That's 1-800-SAFELINK or go to safelink.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Hey, Scott Aces here. No more excuses, fellas. It's a new year. It's time to do the things you've been putting off, especially when it comes to taking care of your health. Listen, I got my levels tested at the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy to get your testosterone levels checked with results in about 20 minutes, and it's even covered by most health insurance. Do yourself a favor this year and call them, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698, or get online at LowTCenter.com. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. McKinnon shot. Nathan McKinnon. Bring the family to Pepsi Center and be a part of the excitement of Avalanche Hockey with a family night package. Get four tickets, four Pepsis, and four chicken tenders for only $120. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com to reserve your package today. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Speeds are still way down on northbound I-25, Ridgegate Parkway to University, southbound through downtown and southbound I-25, slow Broadway to Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Multi-car crash still clearing southbound E-470, the tollway at Buckley Road. Expect a delay. Becoming a child sponsor with Compassion International can change the world one child at a time. Find out how at Compassion.com forward slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Good 
Don't forget tomorrow morning, every Wednesday morning, 7.30, the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche will talk to Jared Bednar. Hopefully we'll be discussing an 11-game win streak. They're in Montreal tonight, trying to add another notch. Coming up later, Scott Hastings, 9.30, discussing what the Nuggets did last night at home, a key victory against division rival Portland. Very important in many, many ways. You know, no. Getting out of that, that losing streak is one, but the fact that they now are guaranteed at least a tie of the season series with Portland. They have one more game against Portland, and it comes in the penultimate game of the regular season. The penultimate? Second to last game of the regular season, they will meet Portland again. Is that what penultimate means? Yes. I'm filling the role of HW. And let me tell you how meaningful that game is going to be. Because you know, you know they're going to be tiebreakers galore. Oh yeah. With this Western Conference, right? So you win these kind of games, you, you win these season series as they did against New Orleans, as they're looking to do against Portland, and all of a sudden, those games late in the season, they mean so much. Is the penultimate game in Denver or Portland? In Denver. Okay, great. They lead the series 2-1. That win in Portland a month ago was as clutch big. as they get. That's big. That yes, was the was. back-to-back Portland-Golden yes, State. Yes, it was. That's and when they were playing their best basketball of the season. No pressure going into the Hastings interview, but I did get a text that the Mosier interview was lit. Wow. So That is a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Now you got to follow it up with... Lit plus? But I don't know. The difference is Hastings actually played a role in the Nuggets' victory last night. And he in case did. you missed it, he did. Coach Malone actually talked about it. Scott Hastings played a critical role in the Nuggets winning that game. Do we have that sound? This is Coach Malone afterwards when, in the final seconds, ball goes out of bounds. What looked to be going out of bounds off of Mason Plumley. But Scott Hastings looked at the replay on our Altitude TV broadcast and alerted the Nuggets coaches that it went off Lillard, not Plumley. Uh, but what a crazy sequence. I mean, offensive rebound, kick out, offensive rebound. And uh, I'm really happy the referees decided to review that play, by the way. They weren't going to review it at first. And, uh, you know, Scott Hastings, give a shout out to Scott. You know, he's telling all of us it's our ball. So they finally look at it. Scott Hastings is a national hero. Yeah, he really is. How often does the color commentator get called out in the uh, in a positive way by the coach in we the will, post game? We will talk to the national hero at nine thirty. Yeah. Time now for our morning sugar fix with Marty O. Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar hit high, sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam, shake that. By the way, great job, the entire production team from Altitude TV to slow that sucker up. Got that super, that super slow-mo camera. What a great investment that was. See? HD, super slow-mo. You wonder why you invest in these products? Here's why. Because it won a game for your team. That's why. It already paid off. Does the moon have anything to do with those HD? Probably not. Sure, something. What do you got, Marty? All right, Jeff Samarjo turns 33 today. Vic, do you think he picked the right sport to go pro in? Yes, he did. Made yes, over 100 did. million bucks. Yes, so he far, did. So. Think about that, man. The dude was a great college receiver. He was. He made Brady Quinn a pretty damn good draft pick, right? Yep. He yep. made Brady Quinn a ton of money, big time. Who was the other? God, there was there was another receiver that played with Samarja. 
who played in the NFL for several years. I think he's still in the league. I can't remember the name right now. But they'd throw that freaking deep ball to Samarja, and that tall, lanky dude would go get it every time. When he had the choice to make baseball or football, that's a no-brainer, brother. Well, you make big money, you can play longer, and you don't get beat up. That is no easy. Easy no decision. Right, we were talking about hockey beatdowns earlier. Um, this day, 1944, the Red Wings beat the New York Rangers 15-0. to zero. Wow. Yeah, you thought the uh, Avs losing to Montreal 10-1 was bad. Yeah, 10-1's nothing. Now, we looked this up. Um, I took my kids to the game last week, and the Avs were up 4 nothing, and they were wondering what the all-time record was. I believe the all-time record for goals in an NHL game was 1930, Montreal against Quebec. I think it's 16. I think. That's well, a bit excessive. Fact checker will definitely look that up. All right, later. check Please. it out. Check it out. All Can right, you imagine, I- though, playing goalie before the mask? I would give up 16 <laughs> goals in the first period. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Anything comes my way. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. A puck coming at fine. you? Fine by me. Yeah. All right, this day, 1971, UCLA loses to Notre Dame. They would then go off and rattle 88 straight wins after that. Notre Dame streak breakers. That's what they did. Wait, so they lost to Notre Dame right before the streak started? Right before the streak started. Didn't Notre Dame end the streak? That's a great question. Who yes, ended they the ended the streak. That's yeah, what I, I thought, thought. That's what he was talking about. No, they lost to Notre the, Dame and then started the streak. And, and, then, they, and, if Notre and Dame then they also ended the streak. Bookends. Yeah. Okay. What was the game they played down in Houston and lost? Down in the Astrodome. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Did it involve Notre Dame, so you're not paying attention? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Golden Tate is not the answer I was looking for. He was not the other receiver. It was not Golden Tate. It That's was another good, tall, lanky dude. Good Notre fast. Dame receiver, though. Yeah, but that wasn't the guy that played opposite Samarja. All right, this day, 1984, this single is released. Everybody does the dance, right? It's like a 17-minute video. Yeah, it's so long. This is a mini-movie. Epic album. Oh, my gosh. Great album. Billy Jean's on that, right? Beat It. Thriller, obviously. Is PYT on that? I don't know. Want to be starting something? Is, is Diane? Dirty Diana? Da- Dirty Diana. No, I think that's on Bad. Oh. I don't know. This is the only song I know from it. Well, we should we should rattle off the songs that are on the Thriller album. The Kmart on Federal and 48th got a lot of action when this album came out. So it's The Girl Is Mine, Billie Jean. The Girl Is Mine. That's a great song. Billie Jean. Okay, got Beat it. The Girl it. Is Mine is Beat a it. great song. Want to be starting something. Yeah. Man. God, these are all hits. Human nature. Human nature. Pretty young thing. P-Y-T. P-Y-T. Yep, there it is. Uh-huh. And this one, Thrilla. So I got, how album. many How many total were there? Seven total. And I got five? You got five. Just yeah. rattled good. off the top of my head. Dude five. Was a, dude was a genius. He's a musical he genius. He absolutely was. All right, this day, 19, uh, yeah, 1985, O.J. Simpson becomes the first Heisman Trophy winner elected to the Hall of Fame. There are eight other Heisman Trophy winners that have, that have been elected to the Hall of Fame. How many can you guys name? Okay, right, right now. Right, Hall of, the, the Pro Football, the Pro Football, Football Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. Correct. Heisman winners. Including right. O.J., there's eight? Including O.J., there are nine. There R- are Roger Staubach. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm Earl just going Campbell. back in time. Earl Campbell. Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Okay. Uh, let's see. Is Tim Brown in yet? Tim Brown is in, 2015 yeah, class. You got okay. that. All right. Uh, boy. Big quarterbacks here. How about Paul Horning? Is Paul Horning in? Got yeah, he's got to be in there. Okay. How many is that? How many have we got? We got one, two, three, four. Five Heisman Trophy OJ. winners that are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 
Is Doak Walker in? Doak Walker is in, Doak, yes. fine, brother. Hey, man, SMU, SMU I'm, I'm going to get the yeah, SMU, SMU guys. guys. He's an SMU guy. <laughs> Not many SMU guys. <laughs> You're missing two. Uh, this guy got Her- in in was 1994. Herschel, was Herschel a... I, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. He's not in the Hall of Fame, no. Okay, so he this should... You know what? He should be in the Hall of Fame. He should, considering what he did in the USFL, too. He played too. two leagues. Yeah. Yeah, he was a great... He was a great player. Oh, uh, okay. Billy Sims isn't. I'm just thinking out loud here. What did you ca- say? We're him. missing one from the 90s? Uh, this guy was in, inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame in 1994. The other one was 04. 04? Jeez. Seems like that should be doable. That's the year after Elway went in, right? Didn't he go in in 03? Well, you got to go in five years after oh, no, 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 no. No, it was with Elway. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Yes. So that's one. Um, man, all right, so we're one missing one, and he went in in 1994, so he retired. yeah, he was an 89, 89 retiree. Uh, it could have been, but he went to the University of Pittsburgh. Tony Dan Dorsett. Marino? Tony, Tony Dorsett. Dorsett. Tony Dorsett. As was it. Dan Marino a Heisman Trophy winner? No. So some possible add-ons, maybe Carson Palmer. No. Carl, Charles Woodson. Yeah. But if you ask HW, I bet he'd say Baker Mayfield. <laughs> hey, we did pretty good off the top of our Car- head. Carson Palmer's not a no way a pro football. No See, and that's the distinction we have to remember. It is not the NFL Hall of Fame. It is the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which is why I believe Herschel Walker deserves entry. I agree, but by that he same token, he was the USFL. What about Doug Flutie? He was great I in Canada. Be there, he was a great CA. That was a pro football league, and he had some pretty good years I, in I, the NFL. I totally agree. I wholeheartedly agree. He right. should be a Hall of Fame. So we need to get Herschel and Doug Flutie in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We're going to push for that. Jay Burwanger did not make the uh, oh. NFL Hall of Fame. University of Chicago Zone? That's right. Very first Heisman winner. Very first winner, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which school has the most Heismans? Oh, boy. Come on. Alabama. Notre Dame. Notre yes. Dame. Not be stupid. Well, how come I had to get all the Notre Dame guys? I got Horning. I got foolish. Brown. Where were you? Yeah, let's not be foolish about this. Come on. All right, this Angelo Bertelli. 2015, Clay Thompson did something special. Let's hear about this. Well, if you're wondering what the NBA record is for most points in a quarter, you just watched it. George Gervin at 33 and a quarter. And Clay Thompson in 37. I'm going to repeat that. 37 and a quarter. That's ridiculous. Didn't that, Mello that's, that's have 33 ridiculous. and a quarter? That That is absolutely insane when you think about it. 37 points in a quarter? If a team scores 37 points in a quarter, you're like, wow, that's a big quarter. That's insane. For one guy? What What did he shoot in that quarter? Do you have those numbers in front of you? Uh, I will get those in a second. But seriously, didn't Mello have 33 and a quarter? Don't recall. I remember J.R. Smith had one of those ridiculous quarters. Yeah. Uh, he had one one game in Memphis where he single-handedly brought them back into the game. I think he had like 27 and a quarter. I'm pretty sure Mello had 33. Fact checker. You can check that. But I think it, I want to even say it was against Houston, but that, I don't know about that. That's it, boys. That's all I got for today. That's pretty good, Marty. Thank you. I want to know what Clay Thompson's numbers were in that quarter. I'll have that for you. That's absolute insane. Think, think about it. He scored one point less than what Jamal Murray did last night as a career high. And he did it in a quarter. Holy Moses, Man, that is ridiculous. That's feeling it. Of course, Will Chamberlain scored 100 in a game. Can you imagine that today? It's a pretty good night. Yeah. I'm not sure you can do that anymore. I'm sure though. if he did, though, somebody would say, no, it was Kareem. Yeah. Uh, special thanks to Brian Hunt on Twitter, who gave me the name of the other receiver opposite Samarja. It was Michael Floyd. Oh, okay. Michael Floyd. Two big receivers playing on that team. Michael all Floyd... they did is throw seam pad. All they did is go deep. Is down the sideline. to Arizona? Yes. Played for the Cardinals? Yes. Okay. 
He might still be playing him. I, I think he is. Yeah. Not a bad career. That's a pretty good duo for Samarja Brady chose Quinn. the better option, though. No yeah, doubt about no doubt. it. 901, you got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. This has been your morning sugar fix. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in Montreal to take on the Canadians. The puck drops at 5.30 with a pregame show getting away at 5.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver. This is the home of the hottest team in the National Hockey League. The Abs will win their 10th in a row. The second most in franchise history. Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Oh, I've seen him, that in him from day one. You know, he's a guy that, uh, you go back to his rookie year last year, he starts the season 0 for 19, started this season 0 for whatever, you know, real, real tough shooting struggles, but... Um, he has a great belief in himself. He has great confidence. And what I love about him, some guys, you know, they can make shots during the game, but they can't hit game winners. Jamal Murray, career night. The guy. That's what I call him. The guy. He was the guy late. He was the guy early. 38 points, career high. Going back and forth with Damian Lillard. You asked the question. Scotty Bay, our uh, Nuggets Altitude TV producer, has the answer. Melo did have 33 and a quarter versus Minnesota. Okay. It was home. I think it was the third quarter. I got a couple tweets on it. 33 and a quarter, which so, is insane. I get a point for that, right? Sure do. All right. Because that announcer said he broke George Gervin's record. No, he broke George Gervin and Carmelo Anthony's record of 33 and a quarter. That is just firing, man. That's just... That's just launching every single time down the court. That would be tough to do if you just were the only guy on the court. Almost felt like watching Jimmy Butler against the Nuggets. Remember that finish in Minnesota when you knew he was going to get the ball every time? Victor Oladipo, you knew he was going to get the ball every time? See, but that's what the Nuggets need. They They need that guy that you know who's getting the ball. And it should be Jamal Murray. You're exactly right. Because he can shoot the ball and he can take the ball to the rim. And he can make space. Exactly. Exactly. That's that. I think last night we saw the formula for success for this team for the next five to ten years. You know what? Uh, one one facet of the game we have not discussed, and and we we get on Michael Malone. I know a lot of people have gotten on him. Um, coaches always get the brunt of the blame when things aren't going well. Comes with the territory. But you have to give him credit and his staff because I'm not sure who called it, but somebody made the call and it was perfect. With nine seconds to play, Portland with the ball. Who's going to shoot the ball if you're the Portland Trailblazers? Lillard. What did the Nuggets do right out of that timeout? They doubled Lillard. Yeah. They forced the ball out of his hands. They brought Mason Plumley off the block to double Lillard, and he goes underneath to Nurkic for just a concession, too. I, I beat him up all the time, the, them being the Nuggets, because they they seem to have a problem executing down the stretch. They were very good last That's night. That's great defensive execution. You know, we talk so much about the offensive side, but you got to call defensive plays as well. Yes. And they called, make sure you double Lillard because he's going to shoot the ball here. Well, then they were up 102.99. They give up the layup to cut it to one. Yes, that was the concession layup. Will Barton gets the free throws, and then they defended it well because the Trailblazers didn't have a timeout. They throw the heave pass. Plumlee yeah. just hits the ball. You know the clock's going to run. I mean, they, they really did a good job down the stretch. Which that we haven't said that a yeah. lot about the Nuggets. Again, if you're watching the game last night and two for two for the Pepsi Center teams, you just saw the Avs win their tenth straight. Now you're watching the Nuggets. I want you to remember the moment 
with four minutes, 45 seconds left in the game. Damian Lillard just drains a three, and the Nuggets are down seven. I thought it was over. I'm sure you at home watching the game thought it was over. Because the Nuggets haven't haven't given you much reason to think they could win that game. No. Not, not, Not the way they've been playing. The opposite would be, hey, the Nuggets just hit a three to go up seven with 4.30 to play or whatever. It's not enough. Okay, can they hang on? That's what you really would be thinking. But at at seven-point deficit with 4.40 to play, you think it's over. It wasn't, man. They did everything they had to do down the stretch. Credit to Will Barton, who struggled shooting the ball, but he was four for four at the free throw line. Clutch free throws. Well, that is one thing that used to be a bugaboo for the Nuggets and isn't now. Knock on wood. They seem to be a good free-throw shooting team, especially down the stretch. But what was the difference last night, Dick? Why were they able to execute down the stretch when time and time and time again this season and in years past, and it's why we were pulling our hair out saying, it doesn't matter who the coach is, the GM is, the players are, they they seem to have the same problem. They found the guy for that game, and hopefully he remains that guy, which is a lot to ask for a 20-year-old. But even in the closing minutes of the Clippers-Nuggets game in L.A., and I was privy to a lot of stuff there that was going on. It, you just didn't know. You could not identify the guy. Why is it a lot to put on a 20-year-old? Why? He gets paid. Come on. Come on. He gets paid. He's 20. Fine, but the, it's not like the league so, is full of 39-year-olds. I, I get it. I get it. I'm not surprised that he played the way he did, but to ask him to do this now every night, might be asking a bit much. If you ask Jamal Murray if he wants to be asked to do it every Hell night. Yeah, he wants to do it. Fine. Yeah. Then if a guy's willing to embrace that role and wants to take the, the key position on the team, give it to him. Let's see what he can do. And I get it. He's 20, and I'm, I'm somewhat being facetious when I ask the question and say, hey, he's getting paid. But in reality, right, it's mm-hmm. basketball. We're not asking him, hey, you're 20, and come on in and be the lead brain surgeon. What's remarkable about Murray's night is 38 points is one thing. But the efficiency of his shooting, 14 of 19 shots, bro. Now he, was, he didn't even attempt 20 shots. Remember when Carmelo was going 30 a night? Remember how many shot attempts he'd have? Yeah, when you when you have 33 shot attempts. When your point total is double your number of shots, you've had a very efficient night. I mean, you're jacking it up only 19 times and you're scoring 38. That is the model of efficiency. No doubt. Uh, to recap our piping hot takes that we give you every morning in the 7 o'clock hour. I talked about instant replay and how I'm not a big fan. I've never been. I I just I'm not. I think we've taken we've taken a microscope to pro sports and it's making it hard to watch. It's making it somewhat obtrusive. But instant replay benefited both local teams last night. It benefited the Nuggets in that ball that went off the of bounds out of bounds off Damian Lillard when it looked to go off the of bounds out of bounds off uh, Mason Plumley. It benefited the Avs. In the goal disallowed after instant replay, and the, the Avs decided to challenge. So two replay overturns, both called the opposite way, overturned via replay, benefiting the home teams last night. Yeah, it did, but I, I'm with you. I hate replay. I hate it. The end of an NBA game, when they go over to the, the table and have to look at the big Every TV play seems all to be, the time, you know. Uh, an NFL game is difficult. They have former head of officiating come on, and they get the call wrong half the time. Let me tell What's you, the point? Well, let me tell you why I don't like it, because it's so damn arbitrary as to what you can and cannot challenge. I'll give you a play. There was a play late in that Nuggets game where Will Barton blocked the shot of McCollum. Okay. McCollum drives to his right, a key critical play, and Barton got all ball, man, all ball. They called a foul. 
you can't review that. That's not reviewable. Right. Okay, so some plays you can, some plays you cannot. And that's why, what's the point then? Well, in the NBA, it seems to be out of bounds and clock issues. Not all the time. Do you remember a game earlier, I think it was about a month ago, where the Greek freak stepped out of bounds and scored the game-winning basket on a dunk and they could not review it? It was not reviewable? Which is dumb. Like, if it's clearly evident and you can see it on replay, why is that not reviewable? It's not a judgment call. I get why the foul and not a foul isn't reviewable because it's a judgment call, right? But stepping out of bounds is not a judgment call. You either did or you didn't. It's sort of like who did the ball go off of, Lillard or Plumlee or whoever they thought it was last night. Mm -hmm. That's something that's pretty definitive. That's not a judgment call. I just think replay. I, 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 I would prefer to have the debate the day after about the call that was made on the field, whether the humans got it right, than the debate the day after whether the replay guys got it right. Well, that to me is more annoying. Look at the debate that emerged after the Patriots rally to beat Jacksonville. There was a supposed holding call that was blatantly missed on the third and nine that sealed the deal for New England. The sweep left where there was a blatant hold. Nobody called it. Yeah, but it's third and nine I know, with a minute 40 left and you have a timeout. You can't give up a 14-yard run or whatever it turned out to be. That's on the well, that's can, on the You gym. can if you hold. They didn't hold every guy. The key guy was held. Okay, you can't, so, are, are you are you are you in the camp of blaming the officials? Not at all. I mean, oh, not at all. No, Jacksonville lost that game. You know they why? Lost that game. You know why the Patriots have these games where they have less penalties than the other team? Because they're more disciplined. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're better coached. Yeah, they're you, more disciplined. You, yeah, you're not going to hear me reason. say it's luck or you know anybody's against the. No, I'm I'm not that guy. They're a better disciplined team. That's exactly right. Your hot take was what? Uh, my hot take was uh, you should be nervous because both Peter King and Adam Schefter yesterday connected the Broncos to Case Keenum, and you do not want your team to tie up big money in a guy like Case Keenum. He was a flash in the pan, had a de- had a decent season with the Vikings. It's kind of a magical run. He ain't the answer here, and even if he's your bridge. You don't want him as your bridge. If you draft Baker Mayfield, put Baker yeah. Mayfield on the field. Let's see what he can do. Listen, Bronco fans, it's pretty simple. It's very simple in my book. You just got to bite the bullet at this point. It is a rebuild. You don't want to hear that word. Nobody wants to be associated with that word. They don't want to even say the word. But if you're going to rebuild, do it the right way. Get a youngster, draft a youngster, play the youngster. Let them learn on the job. Unless you're getting Drew Brees... Maybe Alex Smith. Just rebuild. Just rebuild. I'm just, with you. Do, just do it. I just th- take us with this defense. I think you can actually win more than half your games next year with a rookie quarterback. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950 HW taking some, what is it, well-deserved PTO. Yes, well-deserved PTO. I think that's right. Much needed, well-deserved. Both. There's big news in the new year as mortgage loan limits are increasing meaning you may be able to borrow more money when purchasing a new home. It's an increase that will give buyers more choices in homes, so you can plan your new year and the things you want to accomplish. Make sure home ownership is near the top of the list. With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call. 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. 
Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. So I'm watching Brady yesterday, and I'm like, this. it's the first time where I'm like, I'm just, I'm tired of Tom Brady. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of his underwear. I'm tired of his avocado-only diet plan. I'm tired of his wife. I'm tired of uh, I'm not the tired of his wife, but everything else, can, you're exactly right. They can kick rocks. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. Hi, this is Jack Farland, owner of Farland Classic Restoration. Since 1991, we've been Denver's premier classic car restoration and sales shop. From rebuilding a rare 12-cylinder Ferrari engine to performing world-class metalwork on a Jaguar XKE, you'll find we're always up to something interesting. What can we do for you? Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche continue their road trip to take on the Montreal Canadiens. Watch on Altitude tonight starting at 5 p.m. with puck drop at 5.30 p.m. Altitude brings you the best hockey action from the ice to the locker room all season long. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives and game previews, follow Altitude on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Avalanche. Safeway is currently hiring drivers to work in our transportation department located on 570 in Colorado. You will ensure that deliveries are made on time with precision routes and timely scheduling. You will be able to go home at the end of every shift. And the starting rate for the driver's position is $22.49 an hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. You must have documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry to be considered for this position. You must have a Class A CDL, at least three years or equivalent to 300,000 miles of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment. Refrigeration experience preferred. Must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company you can retire with. Safeway treats their employees outstanding, offering an excellent compensation and benefit package, starting out at $22.49 per hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. To apply for the driver's position, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. Saturday, January 27th is 1990s night when your Denver Nuggets host the Dallas Mavericks at 7 p.m. Dribble drive all the way, coming underneath. Be a part of Nuggets history as we celebrate the 1990s era as part of our 50th anniversary season. 90s Nuggets stars Robert Pack, Tommy Hammonds, and Reggie Williams will be on hand for a pregame autograph session and special halftime ceremony. All fans in attendance will receive a special 1990s night poster. Get your tickets today at Nuggets.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right, so I, I told you what I think the Broncos should do. Um, they should go immediately to Mobile, Alabama and start measuring hands. Yep, and wingspan. Yeah. In addition to that, it's a rebuild. Let's just 
it, it is what it is. Let's just start start from scratch. Get yourself a quarterback that you think can be a star for many years to come. Go get him, identify him, and let's go. Let, let's go. And, I, and if that means you got to play him from day one and make mistakes from day one, that's what you have to do. Well, look, you, part of what what makes people dread the word rebuild is you you fear that step back, right? One step forward well, to take two. What the hell did they have last year? That, exactly, that's where I was going. They were five and eleven. Do you really think Baker Mayfield would be worse than five and eleven as the starting quarterback? Even if he goes five and eleven, it wouldn't feel five and eleven, right? Because exactly. you could sense progress. So it would be a little bit like, and I think the I think the Niners wound up six and ten. Right, but they started off 0 and 9, but they won five straight to end the year. Going into the final week, they were both the Broncos and the Niners were 5 and 10. Their 5 and 10 with Jimmy Garoppolo coming in and playing so well seemed vastly different than the Broncos 5 and 10 at that point. Mm. That's what even if they go 5 and 11 next year would feel like if Baker Mayfield in week 17 was vastly better than he was in week 1, you would sit there and go, "Okay, I can live with this. We're heading in the right direction. Because I guarantee you there's more enthusiasm in the Bay Area for the Niners than there is in the Mile High City for the Broncos. Guarantee you. I know you heard this and you played this already, but I want to replay it for those who missed it. Um, last week had the opportunity to sit down with Jake Plummer and Mike Shanahan. All right, One played the position, the other one obviously coached the position. Correct. So I brought it up to those two gentlemen. What What do you think the Broncos should do at quarterback? Interesting rationale from both sides. I want you to listen. Just sit back. We played this again on television. Replays, by the way, this Thursday for those who missed the entire interview. But I want you to listen to their thoughts on what the Broncos should do next. Um, Should they focus on free agents? Should they focus on rookies? Where should the focus lie, in the words of Jake Plummer and Mike Shanahan? I wouldn't be a reporter if I didn't ask you guys this, this question. If you're running the Broncos today, and the quarterback position is certainly something they have to tackle, do you start with a rookie and start over, or do you go get a free agent? Uh, I, mean, I voiced my opinion. I felt like we had a kid that I thought had potential to be something real special, and I still think he's going to be. Trevor? Too bad it's on another team, it looks like. You know, Trevor, yes. Did he really lose his confidence, though? He's at the point yes. where he's lost too much yeah, confidence. Yeah, but I, mean, I had moments I lost my confidence, sure. but I was able to go back out. The environment was different. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in Arizona. There was some stretches I probably should have been benched, but I wasn't. And you know, a young kid like that needs to be, you know, to be groomed and continue to make mistakes. I, I threw a lot of balls that I shouldn't have thrown, but you learn from throwing them to not do that again. Hopefully, but see, the expectations were different in Arizona. I think Mike just brought it up. This is a championship expectations here. Yeah, and maybe he'd been better off playing in a place like Arizona, and that's a difference. Yeah, between those two your quarterback cities. is just one part of the yeah. – uh, it's a very important piece of the puzzle, but he is just one player that, that has to lean on the guys around him. So I don't want to look in hindsight. Uh, you know, now whoever they bring in here, you know, know what you're getting into, yeah. son, because it's, you know, it's, it's uh, an intense environment that they're going to be expected to do a lot of great things, and not only on the field but off the field in the locker room and everything about it being a – got to – you know, kind of typify a quarterback position. You have to galvanize not only that locker room and that organization, but the community. And then, like I told Trevor back a couple of years ago, when you get your opportunity, you got to earn that respect. And how do you do that? And the ball's in your hand with a couple minutes left, and you take them down and score. That's how the only way you can earn your respect as a quarterback. Mike, what would your advice be? I think if you're lucky enough to have an owner that's committed, mm-hmm. you got a GM that's committed, you got a head football coach, and they're all working together for the same cause. And 
they're smart enough to hire the right coordinators to give give them the best opportunity to win. If you have that setting and you have people, you've got a chance to win. You'll find your quarter, quarterback because if you're on the same page and all guys working together, that quarterback will come. But you got to have the owner, you got to have the GM, you got to have the head coach, and you're going to go through some adversity. And it's your job to talk it through, to evaluate your players, and it might be the quarterback, it might be a wide receiver, it may be the scheme that you're running. It's a combination of all those different things. And if you're not hitting on all cylinders with everything, you don't win it. Notice the disparity in thought there between yeah. the quarterback and the coach. The quarterback says it's all in the player. The, co- the coach is like, there's many other factors more important than the quarterback. It's the organization, it's the scheme, it's everybody being on the same know page. Know who you are. You know, Legwald's told us that on many occasions, and, you know, we've heard that echo through uh, the uh, chambers of Dove Valley. Who are you? What are they? What do they want to be? Right. No, it's it's a, it's a fair point because when Mike Shanahan was the head coach, it didn't matter really who was playing quarterback. John Elway, Bubby Brister, Brian Greasy, Jake Plummer, Danny Cannell, all the guys who got a certainly didn't matter who running back was. Running back was super interchangeable. Now, the two best they've ever had were Terrell Davis and Clinton Portis. They were at another level. But they were able to be effective with whoever they put in there, and they ran the same thing all the time, right? That was who they were. They knew who they were. They knew who they were with Gary Kubiak, which I think was a little bit of a mistake because they tried to do something with Peyton Manning that he wasn't really comfortable doing. But that is part of the problem with this team. They don't know who in the hell they are. They don't know what in the hell they want to be. So how do you find your quarterback? How do you decide between Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield if you don't know what kind of system you want to run? How do you decide? Who's the better fit for you? Or do you take the better player and then create a system around him? Going back to the original thought, how, how do you properly evaluate a quarterback when you know they don't have a chance given the offensive line or given the system? You know, Jake still, is, as you can hear, he is so high on Trevor to this day. I, Trevor cannot play for the Denver Broncos again. No. He, he no. is seeing ghosts here. He cannot do that. I don't, for his good, for his sake, for the Broncos' sake. I like Jake a lot. I like him as a player. I like him as a person. I respect his opinion, but, but I firmly disagree with him on Trevor Simeon. I, I, look, part of the reason that offensive line looks so bad is they're trying to run the ball with eight or nine guys in the box. And that's because the quarterback doesn't scare anyone. He doesn't. He doesn't scare anyone with his feet. He doesn't scare anyone with his arm. So if, if you, if you don't bring anything that makes the defense figure out or try to think, okay, we got to be afraid of A, B, and C, you can't be an effective quarterback. Jake Plummer was effective because he could move, he could make plays with his feet and, and, and with you know his what arm. Else, you know what? You know what else he was? He was that from the very moment he took the ball as a rookie in Arizona. He was clutch. Exactly. He, he talked about it. Clutch. They give you the ball with two minutes left. What do you do? What are you going to do? Trevor Simeon has been the quarterback here for two years. He didn't start every game, but for two years. Can you find the time where with two minutes left he made the play? Which is why all this crap, uh, senior bowl and measurements, what, what a waste of time. How do you measure if a quarterback give him the ball with two minutes to play or a minute 25 on the clock and go win a game? How do you measure that? Well, it's what concerns me about Baker Mayfield. I don't like what he did down the stretch in the Rose Bowl. I don't. Sam Darnold. What Sam Darnold did the year before in the Rose Bowl against Penn State, I liked. What has Josh Allen done to prove to you that he's clutch? Well, to be fair, I haven't watched a lot of Wyoming football. I haven't. Now, we know his hand size is 9 and one eighth. This past year, he didn't have a very good year. The year before, he took Wyoming all the way to the Mountain West Conference title game that they played at home. Now, they lost. I think it was to San Diego State. But he took Wyoming, who hasn't been very good of late, to the Mountain West title game. 
that tells me something. That's that's impressive. That's a guy lifting a program to new heights. He was banged up a lot this year. They lost a lot of the people that were around him. Um, but, man, Josh Allen, again, go to YouTube and hit Josh Allen highlights. And I know they're highlights, but it's five or six minutes where you'll sit there and go, man, that guy can make some plays. Mm. He can make some throws that get you excited. I would be fine with either one of those guys. I would be fine with... Sam Dar- with Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, any of them. There's four guys to be fine with. You're picking fifth. What you can't do is get outmaneuvered and have all four go before you, your time is up, before you're on the clock. Hey, um, did you try to get in line online for any of these Hamilton tickets by chance? I did not. I heard it was a little bit of a... You know what no it reminded me of? The Pacquiolan... Um, Debacle with World Series tickets? Remember that? Yeah. Remember when the Rockies had World Series tickets for sale back in 07? And they said, okay, here's the deadline. Here's the time they go on sale. And no one in Denver could buy the tickets. A malicious external attack? You remember that? I remember Jay Alvis trying to explain it away. That was a mess. Well, here are these Hamilton tickets for sale. And that's one of the few plays I'd actually go see. That looks great. I'd go see that. And apparently it was sold out before they even went on sale. You show up online at 10 a.m. yesterday morning, and there are like thousands, hundreds of thousands of people in front of you online. How do the scalpers always get them? Because they're all over StubHub. Follow the money, brother. I suppose you're right. You want to go to Hamilton? You better be able to pay about a grand per ticket, and you'll go to Hamilton. Other than that, good luck. Up next, Scotty Hastings right here on Altitude 950. Denver Nuggets, the Colorado Avalanche, that's our thing, and that's why no one has more nugs and abs tickets than Altitude 950. Yeah! He just does it all the time! Keep it on all day for your chance to win and get ready. Crowd comes to its feet at Pepsi Center. We've got more ultimate VIP experiences coming soon. I'll get fancy on you. Yeah, right at the horn. On Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Saturday, January 27th is 1990s night when your Denver Nuggets host the Dallas Mavericks at 7 p.m. Dribble drive all the way, coming underneath. Be a part of Nuggets history as we celebrate the 1990s era as part of our 50th anniversary season. 90s Nuggets stars Robert Pack, Tommy Hammonds, and Reggie Williams will be on hand for a pregame autograph session and special halftime ceremony. All fans in attendance will receive a special 1990s night poster. Get your tickets today at Nuggets.com. Cables, hooks, springs, gears, motors, rollers, lots of moving parts make up your garage door. Something you really don't think about, but a lot can and does go wrong with that thing. It's just a matter of time. Lucky there's Family Garage Door. Hi, this is Mark Chapkis, owner of Family Garage Door. Please visit us at FamilyGarageDoor.com to learn more about us and schedule your free service appointment today. That's FamilyGarageDoor.com. 
Larry H. Miller Chrysler Dodge Jeep 104th is Colorado's first choice. Come see why during our Start Something New event. As your number one volume dealer, we have over 1,000 vehicles to choose from. Like Lisa 2018 Jeep Cherokee for only $2.99 a month. It's how we say thanks for making us Colorado's number one volume dealer yet again. Larry H. Miller Chrysler Dodge Jeep 104th. LHMDenverJeep.com Driven by you. Lease for 39 months, 29 dollars sign 10,000 allowable miles per year. No security deposit. 395 disposition fee to at least and rebates include 2500 Denver, BC, lease cash, 1000 conquest, lease cash. Price includes 599 dealer, handling fee, plus tax license expires 13118. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Come enjoy the fastest sport on two feet and where we play by our own rules. Pepsi scores! There's always great lacrosse action and something for everyone to enjoy. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss us. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Hey, Scott Aces here, and there's no more excuses, guys. It's a new year. It's time to do the things you've been putting off, especially when it comes to taking care of your health. Listen, I personally recommend going to the Low T Center. That's where I got my levels tested. They make it quick and easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with the convenience of their on-site lab, you know the results in about 20 minutes. Changed my life. At the Low T Center, the physicians exclusively diagnose and treat men with low T. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, can raise your cholesterol levels, cause weight gain, and cause you to lose muscle mass. If this is something you've been experiencing, change your life too. Get going and get to the Low T Center. Get your levels checked. Give them a call, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698 or online at lowtcenter.com. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamars. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Uh, but what a crazy sequence. I mean, offensive rebound, kick out, offensive rebound. And uh, I'm really happy the referees decided to review that play, by the way. They weren't going to review it at first. And, uh, you know, Scott Hastings, give a shout-out to Scott. You know, he's telling all of us it's our ball. So they finally look at it and reverse it uh, in our favor, which was uh, which was great. He's a freaking national hero is what he is. Save the night for the Nuggets. Save the game. Where would they be without Scott Hastings? We would have a completely different show this morning. I can tell you that. On the hotline right now. Scotty, um, I heard the broadcast. I, I, I heard you the moment it happened. You said, uh-oh, I see something. I see it go off Lillard's hand. Someone's got to tell the assistant coaches. And you jumped to the rescue right there. Did you not? <laughs> I did I did stand up as soon as we saw the replay. Um well, yeah, I did, and I, and I told Ryan Bowen. I finally got Ryan Bowen's attention, and I'm going, I'm going, I'm doing the little circle thing. They do the circle thing yes. for the replay. And he goes, "Was it off them?" I go, "Yeah, it hit Lillard's finger, hit his finger." And so Ryan ran out to the officials. No official listened to him, so he ran to the other coaches. And now you got like five coaches running over to the officials. Now Terry Stott said something interesting, and and he may be right now. He, 
and I, I heard you guys talk just a while ago, and I'm with both of you. I'm not, I'm not really a super fan of, uh, of the replay stuff, um, but it is in place. So I, I don't know why they wouldn't review it in the first place because it was kind of a bang bang play anyway. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I, I jumped up and I kind of got involved, and whatever. Why the hell didn't you get involved last year in Memphis? Netplay. What was your uh, involvement then? You know what? The funny thing, because when we go on the road sometimes, and even sometimes at home, as you know, sometimes we'll be in what they call a duel. And so the home team has three or four cameras. You have three or four cameras. There's one of them that's usually the high shot that shows the full court that you can share. And, and all it does is follow game action but keeps the full court in. Um, and so Denver didn't actually have control of that of that replay. Hmm. Now, supposedly all eight cameras go back to New York um, and they should have looked at every single angle. They did not look at every single angle. Uh, they looked at the first two and you couldn't see any inconclusive, you know, Memphis ball. Um, and it was supposedly wasn't until a little bit later and they go back and review everything and they go, oh, oh, huh. uh, that was out. So, yeah, so that we never... We on that game, we never saw that angle. Their truck, their truck. I don't know if somebody in their truck saw they hit it. it. They hid it from us. You know, yeah. you know, we're gonna hide it yeah. or not point it out yeah. or whatever. But uh, that was not our camera to run, and so we didn't have it. Well, all right. That call obviously was decisive. It changed things. Uh, it allowed the Nuggets uh, to retain possession and put them up by three. Uh, but the Nuggets are not in that position if not for the the play of Jamal Murray. Can you say after watching a kid put 38 on the board and do clutch things in clutch situations, is it his team now, or are we too early to say that? Well, I think we're so hungry to have somebody take this team over. Uh, you and I have been talking all season long uh, about Murray. And, and, you know, before we do our little hit sometime in the postgame show and everything else, and and. <laughs> and not that we can use the language that you and I talk about all the time, but you say he's a little turd sometimes, and and that's okay. I mean, it's and I'm not saying he's a little turd like in the bad sense, you know, like like a guy you just don't want to be around. It's just that he's such a competitor. I think he's probably the most competitive guy on the team. No doubt. Um, you know, I mean, I think he's got. You know, I think Richard Jefferson's in there watching them practice, and they play three on three, and he tries to kill people. Um, but I mean, I think he's got a a thirty year old mentality when it comes to competing. He was he was hacked off that he had to go through that stupid concussion protocol and would have played. Uh, I mean, guys, he played eighty two games last year with a double hernia. Um, and I talked to one of the assistant trainers, and he goes, "You wouldn't believe the stuff we go through." with him just so he's able to stretch it out and be able to play each night. Well, he did that 82 nights. And what I'm understanding, I'm, it wasn't like there's was a lot of practices he missed last year either. So throw that on top of that. So I think he's got that mentality. Uh, I think he can be – I think he's a little more of a streaky shooter than, say, a Curry or somebody like that that may have one bad shooting game in, in, in eight. You know, Murray might be more of a three bad shooting games in in in, in ten type of guy, um, but you know, listen. I, last night, I mean, they don't win without Jamal Murray, 
And, and I thought Jokic, even though he didn't shoot a good percentage last night, was was a little more aggressive and trying to be trying to be that guy that we like. You know, I'll take a five for fourteen if you're always getting in the paint and and you know what he gets six or seven free throws or eight free throws or whatever it is. Um, I think that's a good sign. We talked about it yesterday in our show. And they asked, what, what's the one thing we're missing with Gallinari? Well, it's that guy that, yeah. you know, every night was getting eight or ten free throws. Yeah. And, and maybe that could be Jokic. You know, yeah. maybe maybe that's his thing. So, uh, listen, I still think Jokic is maybe the best overall skilled player. But Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray, uh, I think, is your star in waiting. And if you're looking for a guy that, that may go to multiple All-Star games, and it's going to be tough in the West – uh, ask, ask Devin Booker, ask even Damian Lillard. I was going to say, backcourt's not the place to be in the West. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, Damian Lillard, I don't even know if people realize, he's 28 now. He's already 28. Um, not that that's old. I'd take 28 right now. But, uh, you know, it, it, I listen, he was he was outstanding. I think he's got a chance to be that, that special, put the knife in, turn it a couple times, Pull it out and show it to mm-hmm. you. I, I think he's got that in him. Hey, um, a lineup change last night. Wilson Chandler uh, to the bench, not in the starting five. And did you notice a little more spunk in his game? Almost like, how dare you bench me? Came out and blocked three shots. He moved a little quicker than normal. I, that's a different Wilson Chandler. Well, listen, some guys, I remember talking to Ken McHale, and I always quote Ken McHale because, well, he's a Hall of Famer, he's a hell of a player, you know, he's GM'd, he's coached, he's doing the television stuff now. And, and, he's, and he talked about, he said, getting, now imagine somebody saying it, getting 20 points in the NBA is, is easy. But not everybody wants to do it because there's a responsibility that comes along with being a 20 point scorer. I would expand that and say there's a responsibility and a pressure every night if you're the starter that you can't have a bad night, that that you need to be, you know, even if the shot's off, you need to be so in tune mentally, um, I think on a good team anyway, that you just don't have nights off. And I'm not sure right now whether he, he just needs a break. Um, I think he played more games last year than he played in a while. He had a, a, had a career year, his best year in the, in the NBA statistically. Um, but I, 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 I just don't, and I don't know if it's permanent. Last night it looked like maybe it should be, but sometimes guys, you know, need a break from that pressure, and, and maybe Wilson. Listen, Wilson's Wilson's the most different guy, and I don't say that in a negative term. Than and you know this, Vic, than anybody else on the team. He, he's introspective, he's reflective, he, he's artsy. Um, I mean. I mean, he's an NBA guy in the middle of his career, goes vegan. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he's just, he's hes a different cat. And, and maybe, you know, with most of his career, he's been a bench guy. Maybe that that's just a more comfortable position for him. Dude, how about, um, and we got Michael Malone on the show tomorrow, by the way, at 7.15. How about Michael Malone uh, and, and Nurkic? I, I didn't realize there was any rift. Michael certainly has never brought it up. He seems like he treated Nurkic fairly. But when Nurk was asked yesterday about his relationship with Malone, he says, I have none. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? Listen, Nurk's a talented guy, and he's got some unbelievable skills. And I said it when he was here. Nurk's worst enemy is Nurk. And he, and he gets in his head, and he pouts a little bit. 
I thought the transition last year when they went ahead and, and started Yoke, uh, instead of kind of embracing, said, really, let me show you. And I, and I think I think there's guys that uh, he's not the only guy that's ever done it. I think he pouted a little bit because, you know, they, they were going away from him, who was the big, excitable guy a couple of years ago, to now we got a new big toy to play with. And I, and I think he pouted a little bit. Um, it's been documented that he left left during the game at halftime one time and just left, uh, you know, frustrated or whatever. You don't do that. And, and I, I think it was time to go. Did Denver get the best deal? Probably not. Do I wish, you know, they would have sent him to, you know, the Pacers or, or, or Atlanta or, or Orlando or somebody like that so you don't see him three, four times every year the rest of his career? Yes. But you know, and I and I'll say this, and he was and he was good last night also. When he's finishing, he's really good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it, it's funny. As excited as they were, and everybody saying, "Well, Denver got you know shafted on the deal, whatever." Um, Portland Portland's trying to replace him. I mean, Portland drafted two seven footers during mm-hmm. the draft this year. Now they're talking about DeAndre uh, Jordan with the Clippers right now. Yeah, yep, trying to move a trade to DeAndre, and I gotta believe Nurk would be in that trade if they did that. So, um, you know, it, it is what it is. And listen, guys, guys get butt hurt, you know, all the time, and and sometimes it takes it takes you know years of getting away from the game that you realize, okay, he was pushing me and I took it wrong, or or you know what, there may not be a relationship. I'm, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of coaches and ex-coaches that have ex-players that can't stand each other, and no one's losing any sleep yeah. over it. Who cares? Sometimes that's uh, just a natural progression. All right, uh, Scotty, look forward to your show here coming up in about 20 minutes. Uh, you and Jules, who do you have on? Uh, we got Leggy's going to come on here in a little bit. We're going to try to check in with Mike Haynes. If not Haynes, we may go 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 your standby and get, get the Kiefer on. Great. Kiefer's a new man, brother. Dude, it's a joke. I mean, about, oh it's a joke. God. I mean, I, again, it's not even real. When, when when you win ten in a row in any sport, it's like what is what is happening? It it, it is just so unreal. So I'll let you guys uh, sort that out. We've had fun with it this morning, Scotty. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate your time, Scott Hastings, who along with Julie Brownman follow this show coming up at ten a.m. Up next on Altitude nine fifty, you heard about this Nugget Social event going on at uh, Punch Social. Well, here is your opportunity to win tickets. What's it all about? Why is it important? Why is it something you want to attend? We'll explain everything next right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. The Colorado Avalanche. A big old throw with a shot. Score! Redirected by Blake Como! The Avs will win their 10th in a row. The ads visit Montreal. Clock out and tune in. We're turning Moe's loose with the faceoff at 5.30 on the home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Get in shot. Nathan McKinnon. Bring the 
family to Pepsi Center and be a part of the excitement of Avalanche Hockey with a family night package. Get four tickets, four Pepsis, and four chicken tenders for only $120. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com to reserve your package today. Have you ever wanted to refinance your mortgage but didn't want to start a 30-year loan again? Hey, this is Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing, and let me tell you, they can help. When refinancing to eliminate mortgage insurance, lower your rate, or consolidate high-interest debt, you don't have to worry about resetting your loan. Because at American Financing, they offer 9, 13, or 18-year loans, really any term you need. It's truly a custom loan. You choose the term based on your budget, and they'll find the most competitive interest rate. It's your mortgage, your way. Plus, with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Monthly payments won't increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. They'll guide you through the options and will customize the right program to achieve your financial goals. They may even get you closed in as fast as 10 days. So get started now. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche continue the road trip to take on the Montreal Canadiens. Watch on Altitude tonight starting at 5 p.m. with puck drop at 5.30 p.m. Altitude brings you the best hockey action from the ice to the locker room all season long. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives and game previews, follow Altitude on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Avalanche. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom, you're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock. Our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. Hey, guys, listen up here. We all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget the dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for the Black Eyed Pea, my go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Juicy half-pound burgers, ribeye steak, and seared salmon. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection and full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your home-style favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned and operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackEyedPeaColorado.com for locations and their entire homestyle menu. Black Eyed Pea. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. Altitude 950. 
Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. If you've ever attended the uh, Cronky Sports Gala, and uh, we had it a couple months ago, it's my favorite event of the year. And the ladies who organize that event, who put it together, who make it happen, are joining us right now on these very airwaves. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Pleased to be joined by Deb Dowling and Heather Garcia. Ladies, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. Great to see you. You know, uh, you guys are planted over there near Pepsi Center, so appreciate you driving over. We're going to talk about the event taking place tomorrow night. It's a busy week for the Nuggets. First of all, they have three games this week, three home games. But tomorrow night at Punch Bowl Social on 65th and Broad, 65 Broadway. I shouldn't say 65th. 65 Broadway. Uh, they're opening the doors for you to meet and greet and hang out with players and coaches. It's a very unique event, the sixth year of event, uh, and you have to be 21 years of age. Give us some more details, Deb. Um, you need to be 21 years of age yeah. because we have elaborate libations. Wow, elaborate. Okay. Elaborate, including a very special um, when you punch um, nuggets, punch drunk, pu- nuggets, punch something is yeah. our signature. Slam dunk punch. Slam dunk punch is our signature cocktail as you enter the event. It's going to be a lime um Moscow Mule this year. Did you bring any with you? Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> you, you brought Wait. some some lollipop cakes. What are these called? Those are cake pops. From cake Sickle pops. Belly. Yeah, Sickle my Belly's kids one of our... love those things, yes. man. So great. So we're 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 telling folks that if you want to drink, show up. You got to be twenty one though. So what what does that mean for Jamal Murray, who's twenty? You know, we have a lot of non alcoholic <laughs> beverages too. Pepsi Pepsi will be there as well. Oh, yeah. What I love about this, Heather, is. You know, you go to games and you watch the guys play. You actually get to hang out and engage with the guys. Like, what do we talk? What 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 can you do? Uh, can you ask for autographs? Can you get autographs at this event? You can get autographs at this event, and even better, you can compete against the players in things like bowling and ping pong and pop a shot. You name it. It's really interactive, and uh, we hope you beat your favorite player. I heard Jokic is a master ping pong player, and he'll take on all comers. He will in and pong. Then- we also have um, Punchbowl has a retro Pac-Man that they bring down from yeah. upstairs. Nice. Um, and the players just love playing that. How do you get tickets? You can get tickets online at the Nuggets website under the community tab um, via Altitude Tickets, or we okay. will accept walk-up tickets at the door. It's, You'll be there, right? I will be there. I'll be selling the tickets at the door. Come find me. You're working as a bouncer, too? I am. I'm okay, scared great. You make sure... You- Keep everybody in order. So all the players, all the coaches will attend. Many members of the Altitude Television family will be in attendance. How long does it last? When does it start? It runs from 6 to 9 p.m. It's a full team event. We'll have players, coaches, ambassadors, dancers, and, of course, your super mascot, Rocky. What's with these little miniature basketballs here? So that's a new element this year. The dancers are going to be selling those. And, um, you know, it's radio, so you can't see how pretty this glittery bag is. Uh, We will draw a number, and the person with the winning number wins two courtside seats to the February 1st OKC Nuggets game, courtesy of Eddie's Kids Foundation. That's going to be a game, too. That's the national television game. Yes. So... Well, this is fun. Uh, I appreciate you ladies coming in and bringing, I'm sorry that you didn't bring the libations, but at least you brought the the cake pops. Is that what they're called again? Cake pops. Cake pops. Good. Free to share. So again, tomorrow night at Nugget Social, it's Punch Bowl Social 65 Broadway. 
uh, not too far from here. You have to be 21 years of age. You can buy your tickets online at Altitude Tickets, or you could purchase at the event itself. All the players will be there. So if you want to talk pick and roll with Michael Malone, He'll talk pick and roll. Exactly. If you want to talk clutch jumpers with Jamal Murray, he's right there for you. So the sixth year of the event, and how many people can fit? As many as you possibly can at this point? We're anticipating over 400 guests right now. Okay. So um, we don't have a capacity, so the more the merrier. And don't they have a bowling alley there, too? They do. Bowling, ping pong, papa shot, you name it. It's like a Dave and Buster's for adults is what it is. All right, very good. Ladies, very nice to talk to you. Thanks for coming and bearing gifts as usual. Okay, so Heather Garcia, Deb Dowling here from Cronky Sports Charities. You'll see all of them tomorrow night at Punch Bowl Social. Before we say goodbye, where's Marty O? we got to do our fact-checking right now. We often mess up during the course of the show, and Marty O is in charge of making sure we uh, come to fix our errors. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. All right, guys. What did we do wrong, Marty? Well, we wanted to know John Elway's hand size. Yes. And it is... (laughs) It is what? Ten and one-eighth inches. How does that compare to these other guys that we keep hearing about? Same as... Josh Allen. Oh, my God. Josh Allen and John Elway have the exact same hand size. Shall we hit the breaking news button? Read between the lines. Hit the breaking news right now. That's all you need to know. On Altitude 950. The Denver Broncos will draft Josh Allen in the 2018 NFL draft. All right, real quick, we'll get to this uh, the little PTO thing. A lot yeah. of a lot of PTO was mentioned today, so I pulled some audio from last Thursday. Yeah, I'm glad Deb's with us because ever since I joined Altitude and the, people start using that term PTO, and I'm like, what the hell's PTO? And then I pulled a little audio today when Will had some PTO. So okay. let's just listen to the difference in the way it was described, please. Vic out and about today with some well-earned PTO. HW taking, in his words, much needed PTO. Yep. Vic Lombardi taking some well-earned. PTO. Uh, you mean you took, taking a day off? I promise. Vic Lombardi taking some well-earned PTO. <laughs> you know, when I first got to Altitude a couple years ago, and someone started throwing around that that term PTO, I looked at him like, "What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. What, what do you mean? What does that mean? Vic taking some PTO today? What does that mean? Paid time off? You mean a day off? Paid time off? <laughs> oh, so different there. Went off on a tangent there. <laughs> Anything uh, else, Marty? Yeah, well, Clay Thompson was uh, 13 for 13, yeah. 9 from 9 wow. from deep, and he hit two free throws. 13 for 13 and a quarter? Yeah. 37 points? Pretty good. That's uh, disgusting. Draymond had two points, and Steph had two points in that, cur- in that uh, quarter. And that's all. We had two for the vegan count. Only two? Only uh, two. Hastings well, brought it up, and then it was yeah. brought up earlier by James. Thanks, Marty. Appreciate right. it. Uh, before we say goodbye, it's time for our Fired Up Finale. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. Hey, James, what's John Elway's wingspan? No idea. What's Joe Montana's? No clue. How about Tom Brady? I don't know. How did he look in those pictures from the Combine when they were doing the Wait, measurables? You know, we saw a lot of Tom Brady's hand last week. What's his hand size? No idea. How about Aaron Rodgers? Why are we being so stupid? (laughs) Sorry, ladies. We often lose it on this show. 
I uh, want to thank again our guests on the program today, Mark Moser, Scott Hastings, uh, Heather Garcia, Deb Dowling. Once again, tomorrow night, if you want to visit with the Nuggets, I'll be there. Many members of the Altitude 950 crew will be there. We'll all be at Punch Bowl Social, 65 Broadway. you got to be 21 years of age, 6 to 9. It is our Nuggets social event. We do it every year. Hang out with the Nugs, talk some hoops. Get a chance to talk some hoops next with Hastings and Brownman right here on Altitude 950. Any closing thoughts before we say goodbye, ladies? I hope to see you there as well. And if you want to purchase tickets, you can do it online at Altitude Tickets. You can do it at the event itself. We're back after this timeout. Altitude 950, Brownman and Hastings rolls on. Altitude 950, rewind. I saw belief. You know, I, I saw even when we were down, uh, we were not out. The guys were uh, keeping their heads up. They were staying together. Uh, I saw, like, I thought Nicola's body language tonight was so much better than it was last game. He was engaging. He was encouraging guys. He was being a leader. And, and that's you know, and that's what we talked about after practice yesterday. And I thought he did a great job of that. So all I saw was a team that wanted to win desperately, was willing to do whatever it took to get that win. And obviously we needed every play, uh, every free throw and uh, to get it done. And thank goodness we did. The Avalanche are in Montreal to take on the Canadians. The puck drops at 5.30 with a pregame show gaming away at 5.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver. This is the home of the hottest team in the National Hockey League. The Avs will win their 10th in a row. The second most in franchise history. Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman, starts now. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, uh, you know, a great player. We talked about should we foul, should we not foul. Uh, and it was a situation where we were going to foul if the ball got inside the three-point line. Didn't want to foul outside and risk giving up a three fouls, three free throws. Uh, but what a crazy sequence. I mean, offensive rebound, kick out, offensive rebound. And uh, I'm really happy the referees decided to review that play, by the way. They weren't going to review it at first. And, uh, you know, Scott Hastings, give a shout-out to Scott. You know, he's telling all of us it's our ball. So they finally look at it and reverse it uh, in our favor, which was uh, which was great they just made that decision to, to make sure that they had the right call but it was just try to you know speed him up not let him walk into a pull-up three we've seen damon make that shot time and time again as Vic said you saved the world yeah it's nice to know that <clears throat> 24 years 25 years after you retire that you can affect the outcome of the game you might have affected the outcome of the Nuggets season, but don't don't short yourself. Uh, you know what? I'm pretty much a hero. Uh, <laughs> there I am right there. Hey, Scott, Julie with you here on Out to 9. 50 Nuggets win last night. Avs win their 10th in a row. What a good night. 
for the home teams. Uh, exciting night. We'll, we'll get into that and talk about that today. Uh, we got, uh, Peter McNabb is going to join us from Montreal. They play a back to back. Now it's kind of rare in the NHL. You don't see a lot of back to backs. So the Az will play Montreal tonight after getting that win last night in Toronto. We'll talk with Peter McNabb and also Jeff Legwald, who's usually on Wednesday is going to come in and be with us today. Yeah. So he's going to be from the senior bowl. I have all kinds of questions for Jeff because some people are geeking out about the senior, senior bowl. Like, it's the weigh-in today. Yeah. So it's height, weight, hand size. Apparently they do like a, a 360. It's a little like mini combine type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. To me, it's it's a little weird. So we're going to see if if Jeff thinks it's kind of humorous. Like it's weird how big of a deal we make it in. You know, you know, you know the teams are making a big deal about this. Teams are stunk. So just keep just don't forget that. I mean, they got we got radio stations sending all their shows to go to the, the Senior Bowl. Come on, man. God bless, God bless you. Be who you are. That's fine. Be who you are. But come on, man. Really? See, really? I think the Avs 10 game winning streak is so much more exciting. I, I, I do too. I do too. I mean, on one hand, we say, ah, they, they, they've drafted terrible, the terrible draft. They can't do anything. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, oh we got to go see these seniors. Listen, unless they get, unless they get a quarterback, let's be honest, unless they get a quarterback, that is the next franchise quarterback for the Denver of Denver Broncos. Are you gonna be excited if if they get a if they get a guard in the at the number five?